Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the unofficial One Piece podcast, episode 209 for the week of Monday, March 19th, 2012. My name is Zach. And my name is Steve. Uh, on today's episode, we have first Jason. Yo, how's it going? Good. Uh, Jason will be joining us for uh, Greg's segment and the top and the bottom of this podcast. Uh, we have mm-hmm. Steven with us here. Hey. Who I think is just going to be on this segment now. What? Uh, you, Zach, you don't remember? I was on all the segments. Right, he was just very quiet the whole time. Uh, so he's there. He's just very quiet. Uh, today's episode's really jam-packed. Uh, first off, uh, we have very special guest Matt Cohn from the Smodcast Network on. Uh, he does uh, Smith Night and a bunch of other podcasts for uh, Kevin Smith's podcast regime. Uh, so make sure to check that out uh, on this episode. Uh, we're going to do, we first have an intro with him, and then we go through manga chapter 658, which is a really, really fun one. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, we also have Greg on this episode, and Greg is going to be going through his uh, crazy experience, uh, mostly the exhibition stuff, and plus a lot of really exclusive news. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. Uh, Steve and I are going to do an anime recap. So that'll be as fun as anime recaps are. Yes. <laughs> uh, this past week we did anime fans give back to Japan, right, Jason and Steve? Do you remember that? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that slightly bit. Yes. What did we do? <laughs> well, what we did is uh, we did a reprisal of our anime fans give back to Japan uh, drive to try and help the people of Japan after the earthquake and tsunami last year. Uh, and we had a ton of guests. We had like 40-something guests on. Uh, we did that crazy Cowboy Bebop panel, which was probably the hi- one of the highlights of my life, uh, just right there, which I don't know if that's sad or awesome. I don't know. Uh, but we will actually be putting that all up on YouTube in the coming weeks. Uh, Jason has been uh, kind enough to deal with a lot of the technical issues uh, this time around. Yeah, um, basically, it's a very, very, very big file. Because it's 24 it's hours long. A little bit over 24 hours long. So try finding a program that'll dedicate enough um, of your computer to pretty much convert that to something friendly to edit. So uh, that'll hopefully will start seeping those episodes out and they will not be lost by my computer again since we have it on several yeah. server. We have it on a server and several computers. It is safe. 
It's safe, guys. I have it saved on like five different hard drives on like three different computers and external hard drives. So thank, thank Jason, thank, thank Jason for doing that. That's that's. Kind it's of, called planning ahead. I like it. Uh, regardless, uh, we're going to be putting that up on our YouTube channel for that, youtube.com slash animefansgiveback, as well as animefansgiveback.com. We also may, may put portions of it on the One Piece podcast page, likely uh, YouTube page, likely those that are pertinent to One Piece. So uh, you can check hmm. those out on there as well. Um, now, we also put up a survey, which we do every couple months, usually quarterly. We put up a survey, and we ask you guys questions. And uh, since we had an outpouring of people wanting to know what people thought, and we also had uh, a, a lot more results in a lot quicker period of time, we had well over 200 uh, responses in less than a 24-hour period, which is unbelievable, guys, really. Um, so... Let's give some of the ones uh, you may be curious about. First off, I'm shocked to hear um, that 41% of you, uh, overwhelming the overwhelming majority here, started uh, watching or reading One Piece in 2004. Um, at least of our listenership, I guess that shows. Why is that shocking? Well, because you would think that over time, that it wouldn't be that overwhelming that 2004 would be the year, but. Um, Apparently that's the year. It's long. It's over thirty percent, or twenty to thirty percent more than any other uh, time that people mm. started reading. That's that's what's more amazing about that. Um, not surprisingly, most of you are eighteen to twenty-two years old. But I think you mostly care about some of the other things. Seventy-five percent of you are caught up to the Japanese Shonen Jump. Sixteen uh, percent of you are caught up to Shonen Jump Alpha. Uh, and the rest are pretty negligible amounts. So uh, that, that explains where everyone is there. Um, we also have, what is your favorite Straw Hat Pirate? What do you think won that? I mean, come on, guys. Brooke. No, unfortunately not. Brooke did okay. Uh, Vivi got zero, which is not surprising. <laughs> really? I forgot Vivi was on the poll. <laughs> One person. Yeah, that would do, you know, do you know who beat out Vivi? The Thousand Sunny. Well, yeah, the Thousand Sunny is a ship with a slide. I noticed you were missing Kotaru and... uh, Oh, you see, Ed recommended I put Kotaru, but I thought that... I I I think Vivi was ridiculous enough. Um, But number one, of course, is Monkey D. Luffy with 31%, uh, followed by Zoro, followed by Sanji, followed by uh, Robin, and then Brooke, Frankie, Chopper did not get a lot. Um, Chopper was at the bottom of the real straw hats. So. Let's discuss this. Uh, yeah, I know you don't. Uh, number one villain, Blackbeard. Uh, I'm sorry, Crocodile, then Blackbeard. Very close, though, for those two. Um, most of you guys have been listening to us since 2010. Um, now, th- this one I found interesting. First off, uh, I'm glad to hear that 35% of you, which is the largest percentage in this poll, don't skip any segments. But of course, 11% of you skip the anime recap. So Steve, 11% of the people listening now will not be listening to that. Well, they're going to miss out on an amazing anime recap. It's going to be the best anime recap. And I'm not going to tell you why it's amazing, because you have to listen to it in order, order to know why. It's true. Uh, now, who would, who would you want to replace me? Is, is a good question. Uh, Steve, who did you vote for? I voted for Firecrouch. Uh, well, uh, going backward uh, from the ones with a substantial amount of votes here, uh, we have uh, Jammer, Firecrouch, S- Steve. Oh, um, yes, yeah, Steve, Ed, and Greg. Greg, uh, of course, getting 29%. 
Uh, I'm surprised how well Ed did there. That's pretty good. Um, I just find it very odd that you force people to pick someone. I was like, oh, I really don't care. Is there like an other option or uh, no answer? (laughs) And then it's like, no, pick someone, damn it. (laughs) Who was was popular? Was there an anyone option? Uh, No, there should have probably been an anyone (laughs) option. (laughs) Well, there's reasons I asked that question. Uh, Mostly because as... I'm going to be very busy next year, and I, I want to know who people would like to listen to if they don't want to hear my droning voice for hours. Uh, most people don't listen to podcasts, um, and I think those are most the interesting ones. Uh, although everyone wants to hear about Oda. Uh, that's That was an overwhelming favorite about what news gets them excited. Um, but before we get into the news... Uh, Steven and Jason, uh, you, have, you have some cool stuff coming up this week. So uh, let's put the numbers aside. What do you guys have to tell us? All right. Uh, starting um, this Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, we are going to be starting um, our video game segment where we're going to be live streaming uh, video games. And also, you guys could join us on Ustream. You could ask us questions whether it's on the video games, whether it's on the manga, whether it's on the anime, whatever, think of it also. Hey, you get to watch, you get to chill with us pretty much. Watch us play video games, talk one piece, kind of like a live interactive piece together at a time that's friendly to those that work. You mean I'm like when I, well, I'm kind of friendly. I mean, you're on here now. Um, but yeah, those will be both live and they'll be uh, recorded, correct? Yes, they'll be recorded. And Stephen, you should be joining me for most of those, right? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, as long as I don't have things popping up uh, out of the blue, I will be uh, able to to join in, even though I won't actually be playing uh, most of the time. But so, th- uh, so think yeah. of it as a live weekly Stephen jump mixed in with some <laughs> video games. Yeah, pretty much. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be fun. And um, so we're going to start with uh, Kaizu Kamuso. And that goes without saying. But after that, we're going to move on to other games as well. So kind of like to hear some feedback as to what other games you would like to see. Would you like to see us go through Round the Land or some of the more, you know, PS2 games that you might have not really heard of or PS1 games? Let, let me reiterate for those who don't get it. Uh, we're only doing One Piece games, unless you guys are going to play, like, Arkham City or something. <laughs> eh, who knows? We'll do whatever the hell we want. <laughs> right, I guess they're doing whatever the hell they want. So let them eh, know why not? say. Um, those will be on, uh, probably YouTube, our YouTube channel, as well as live. Uh, as long as we talk about one piece, it's relevant (laughs) every Sunday at 6 PM. Yes. Except, well, not every Sunday because, you know, there's going to be those times when, Hey, I get to go to a convention and I'm not going to be around for the weekend. Good segue, Jason. Uh, Jason and Steve are going to be handling our convention uh, coverage uh, rounds, uh, I should really say. Uh, the first convention is Anime Boston. Uh, that's the first or second weekend in April. It's the 6th and 7th, I believe. Yeah, um, so that's the first weekend in April. Well, there's kind of April 1st is uh, two weeks from no, now. No, no. That doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a uh, joke. No. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, You're so welcome. we also, uh, you guys are going to be at anime central. That's been confirmed as well. Uh, that's in Chicago. For those who don't know, uh, we've been going to that for every year. That's the last weekend in April, the 28th and 29th. Yep. So you guys are going to be really busy with that. 
Yeah. Oh, Chicago's going to be fun, too, because also who's going to be there is uh, Chris Sabat and Brina Palencia. So hopefully we'll get some interviews. Or well, something. it's a chance for Sabat to regain the crown of most appearances on our show. Yes. It's a chance That's, for him to It's important. Up. For him. You should, like, hate him. You should make a award or something to actually... Um, no, you know, let's just say I did and not. Um, no. Like most things. Right. Okay. Uh, we're also going to be at Otakon in late August. Hopefully we'll be at Anime Expo as well. That's uh, At least <laughs> but, pod- Podcast West will definitely be there, yeah. uh, regardless. But uh, hopefully some of us will be there as well. But we'll definitely yeah. be at hopefully. Otakon. I like how Zach says that. Hopefully. You know, they're going to be there for now, but hopefully, you know, one of us gets out there and saves well, the day. Well, I, I didn't say saved. I didn't mean like that, but hopefully one of us gets it's out It's like there. they start a panel. It's like, well, yeah, well, everyone, welcome to the One Piece podcast panel. And then I bum rush the door. <laughs> oh, thank God I made it. <laughs> well, now if All you right, do that. Jammer, get out. <laughs> Mostly you, Firecrouch. Okay, so why don't we get into some news? <laughs> In the news express with ed with news from firecrouch but no sports by firecrouch um so this, this goes back two weeks of course we had anime fans give back to japan last week so we didn't get to tell you all about the great news but uh, we'll do that now we start with weekly shonen jump alpha for the week of march 12 2012 it was out obviously and there was no one piece chapter that week but there was a sneak peek of the one piece toriko crossover one shot taste of the devil fruit it's only available to subscribers and if you sign up as an annual member before april 30th you'll receive it um, there's also a One Piece Toriko wallpaper on Shonen Jump Alpha's website, and I think Firecrouch has a link to that as well. And finally, Viz also posted a catch-up guide to One Piece from where the print magazine ends and Alpha begins. So if you are a loyal Shonen Jump Amer- American Shonen Jump reader who didn't go beyond what was in the magazine, this will help you out. Um, next bit of news. For the week of t- February 20th to the 26th, One Piece was the fifth highest rated anime on Japanese TV, with an average household rating of 10.4%. Not really much else we need to say about that. I know people really, really love rating numbers. Uh, okay, we got more cool uh, One Piece news out of Germany. So uh, I think it's on Viva is the, either the board or the website that Firecrouch got this from. But uh, yeah, Who knows? Uh, well, I think it's a, like a German sort of G4. I, I recall it vaguely from when I was there about 10 years ago. Well, as long as it says Ninja Warrior, I mean, I, then, it, then it's G4. I don't know. It was something about video games, and it was in German, and it doesn't matter at this point. Uh, but first up, it seems the Strong World Home release will come with a booklet, and there's also a cast leading from the AV Visionen website that Firecrouch has a link to as well. If you're uh, German, you can go there. And uh, more news from around the world. In Spain, 51 new episodes of the Catalan dub have started airing. Uh, episode 406 to 456, to be exact. It's, it's amazing to me that other countries can get this on TV and, and we can't. Yeah, Germany and Spain are lucky. It's, especially, and, and this is not even Spanish. This is Catalan. This is a dialect of Spanish <laughs> that gets its own dub so on the Castilians, or is that the right term? I don't know. I'm not sure what region Catalan is or where they speak it. But uh, they're I lucky. thought Catalan was northern Spain. Possibly. Okay, I, I don't know. <laughs> but um, so there'll be Amazon Lily and Impel Down. It airs on the channel 3XL. 
It's a channel for me. Monday through Thursdays at 1.15 a.m. used to air at 9.30 p.m., but got replaced by Dragon Ball, as with many things in life. Well, yeah. On another note, the voice actor for Mr. 2, Spondum and Gaiman, uh, who has, and apparently Firecrutch didn't have his name, we couldn't find it, who had retired, will return to the role of Mr. 2 for these episodes. Uh, thanks to Tabasco Boshi for posting this uh, on the AP thread. And for the week of February 27th to March 4th, One Piece was the fourth highest rated anime on Japanese TV with an average household rating of 10.7. So slightly up from the week before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for the week of March 4th through the 10th, One Piece Volume 61 came in at second place on the New York Times manga bestseller list for American manga sales. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really good news. Uh, it only got beat up by one. Uh, what, did it, what did it get beat up by? Oh, you know? come on. Uh, yeah, it says right there. <laughs> uh, the highest I can remember seeing One Piece on that list was third place. And only that's, to that's be beaten by Naruto. Yeah, <laughs> impressive. Yeah, no, it's it, number it's impressive. Two is totally <laughs> and good. the way he writes is impressive enough to fire Crouch. He writes about himself in third person. <laughs> well, he assumes you're gonna just read it verbatim, so I guess he's like, you know, I I like this little bit of creativity from Fire Crouch. He can keep doing it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And next bit of news is video game news. According to Media Creates Japanese video game sales listing for the week of March 5th to the 11th, Kaizoku Muso. Was that game that week's number one best-selling game with sales of over ninety thousand copies for a total of almost three quarters of a million copies, seven hundred forty-five thousand. That's pretty good. People like uh, the Musso games. Oh, why wouldn't they? <laughs> That's true. Uh, in some card game news, although not the card game you're thinking of, on what April twenty, would I be thinking of poker? I, I don't know, like Pokemon or something. No, that's not what I was thinking. That's what the fans are thinking of. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but on April 26th, Mattel will release a New World edition of One Piece-themed Uno cards in Japan. It'll have character design artwork on the cards based on the story arc. Uh, the reverse skip, Will Draw 4, and other unique cards will have Art of Jinbei, Dragon, Shirohoshi on them as well. The new deck will also have Blackbeard and Shanks as exclusive cards. And under new rules, a player will be able to shout, I'm going to be the Pirate King instead of Uno. When only one card remains. That's kind Not, of awesome. Although yeah. I don't really know why you'd have to have a rule to stop. I want to be the pirate king. <laughs> I'm gonna just do that in regular Uno from now on. <laughs> and I, I actually, I actually saw the um, the previous edition of this Uno game when I was at the Sansedo in uh, uh, oh, Arlington. Oh, this existed. I didn't you see. I didn't even. Oh yeah, I mean it's the yeah. Well, that's why there's new cards. Yeah, yeah. But it was on sale at um, at the bookstore I go to in uh, near near my house in in Illinois when I was home over over break. Yeah, I know that one. And um, yeah, it was like it was like thirty bucks to buy this thing. I wasn't I was gonna buy it, and I looked at the price. Thirty bucks? That's a little. There's something ridiculous. I would not buy an Uno set for thirty bucks. Uh, More European news: Toy Animation Europe will be exhibiting at the licensing trade shows, MIP TV in Cannes, France, and Kazachok Forum in Paris. Toy Animation Europe's exhibiting information is is as follows. Uh, See, that's April first to fourth for the Cannes, and they'll be at. R thirty five seventeen. I don't think anyone else is going to be going. To this yeah, I don't, I don't. Well, we sure. may have French listeners. Oh, well, maybe, maybe they will. But if, even if we did, would they go to this thing? And anyway, maybe. they'll be at they'll be at um, and at the Kazachok Forum in Paris. They'll be at booth, I guess, C fourteen. Um, April eleventh through the twelfth on the twelfth. Yep. 
In uh, Funimation news, Funimation will be releasing One Piece Collection 6 on June 12th with Sanji on the cover. It's a new image, that which was kind of cool. Uh, I, I think that was a new original image. I hadn't seen It wasn't like the stock that they usually use. It was something that had already been on the cover of the, another thing? Right. It wasn't, it wasn't something that I had seen like that. Uh, it retailed for $34.98, and I currently don't have the episodes that will be on the set on me. And uh, like, Fire Crouch ends with a bunch of, uh, looks like, sandwich-related news. That's... <laughs> What? We went over this last Bad week. joke? Two yeah. weeks ago. Okay. Finally, kind of a follow-up to Panini re-releasing the manga in Brazil. While I haven't gotten any schedule info, I did check One Piece on Panini's website. Currently, they have volumes 1, 2, and 36 listed. It's a uh, big gap. It looks like Panini is releasing One Piece from where Conrad left off while also publishing the series from the beginning. So How many people understood that paragraph? Conrad is the thing. previous publisher... They have weird names for publishers in Brazil. Well, Conrad now, now Con- all... How, well, we actually have Brazilian listeners. Conrad Panini sounds like a really rich dude. It sounds like a delicious sandwich. Conrad Panini. Conrad Panini. You it must... Oh, no, man. Oh, no, no. Thank, thank you, Ed. Uh, so why don't we get... Uh, oh, actually, before, before we... Uh, you have some Twitter news, Zach, don't you? I have you? a bunch of news that you could check out our Twitter at twitter.com slash onepiecepodcast. Uh, first... Um, Tweet the news! So you people don't piece the tweet anymore, so I don't get to sing. You gotta get on that. Yeah, well, we're, we took off piece together this, uh, this week, so... That's Get on that. My people. fault. I want to sing. We actually got one. But. I'm a singer. Okay. I dance too, but you can't see it. <laughs> he does. It's it's disturbing. <laughs> um, first, uh, Ain't It Cool News uh, posted a really cool uh, video of Oda drawing uh, One Piece, which uh, you guys should check out on our Twitter feed or on their Twitter feed, which is at AICN Anime. Um, also, uh, in the newest Shonen Jump Alpha, uh, there is an interview with Oda, so you guys should check that out as well. Um, it's not super in-depth, but uh, it's cool for any buffs of people, anyone who cares about that. Like us? Like us. <laughs> uh, of course, Greg has been posting all the latest news. Uh, there, there'll be more about that in the Greg No-Go Guy segment. Um, and I think that's really the gist of the big news. Um, so I guess we could get into the next segment. Alrighty then. Let's do it. Hey everyone, this is the anime recap for episode 539, The Haunting Ties, Nami and the Fishman Pirates. We're going to start this anime recap at 4 minutes and 32 seconds now. So, well, um, yeah. oh yeah, we should mention, it's just, uh, it's funny how I'm really taking the helm right here and not no, letting Zach it, off. Take it, take it, take it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, hardly, I'm hardly on as much. But I yeah. think I made, I made up for it for doing practically 24 hours of podcasting. I think you did, yeah. <laughs> I, think, but, I think, um, think staying up for 24 hours podcasting does make up. I didn't quite stay up. I was actually able to nap this time around. And it, and it helps. I don't think it helped. You were much quieter during the end. Even, even well, you were okay. You were, I, I think you were better at this the end. end. I rapped from money. Oh, you did well, rap? Of course, that's true. I was like in and out of consciousness. Yeah. Like, it, it, like, that's the thing. Like, I hope none of the guests or any of the people watching were offended by me. But sometimes you got to realize that, yeah, when you're lacking sleep, your brain's not functioning. And sometimes yeah, it's hard to keep like conversations going. Was, so there was one person just Especially with it. so many different people. So it was yeah. kind of tough. Um, 
Yeah, I rap for money. Uh, this was a good episode. <laughs> this was a really good episode. Uh, a big improvement. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, this arc isn't that great in general, but uh, this was well done. Especially the first half was really exciting. Maybe sans this one scene, which was kind of unimportant now that I'm watching it again. Uh, the best word I could use to describe this episode is intense. Uh, I, I want to note something that when they cut back and forth uh, there to the troops, you expect them to yell, but there's no sound. They just all have their mouths open. It's really ridiculous. What an interesting observation you made. Well, thank you, Steve. That's why I'm here. Also, I feel, I feel like I need to get this one last thing uh, out of the way about the 24-hour podcast. So it's not about the episode. I just know Zach was definitely just whatever was coming to his mind was just blurting it out. Oh my god, yeah. I had me, no I, filter at the end. Me, I just looked depressed, but no, I was hanging there having a good time. I mean, you know, like I said, I got to rap. I this this whole series of scenes were really well done. Even the random nobody character, evil character. I, I really liked this episode. I, I really did. Like I said, like it it's had a very it has a very different tone compared yeah. to the last bunch of episodes. Um yeah, we things are moving. It's it's I thought it was well more well done than the manga. Mm-hmm. For yeah, for, this, uh, for these scenes. Yeah, they uh they dragged uh on these scenes a little bit more to give these guys a little bit more characterization. Yeah, but this they, this scene especially, I don't, I, I don't know how in sync you are with me right now, but the Huozo scene. Oh was yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Uh I don't remember him doing a whole Anything? lot of stuff he in the manga like during the manga. this part or at any just, part. Yeah, I think I, I think he was just like drinking. I don't know. He's like, yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is, this how is kind that of is dark. How a drunk right? Person sounds like those guys just had those guys just blank stares on their faces right after getting cut. Like that kind of seemed very dark to me. I now, like now I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but was this change in the anime? Because when when they showed uh, Zeo, wasn't he trampled on? Um, yes, but I thought this was really cool, so I am not complaining. And the way they do it, this whole thing was really cool. And his voice but, is really good. Oh, I love his voice. Yeah. But at the same time, I wanted to see him being comically trampled on, but well, maybe we'll get, get to see it a little bit later. It happens a bunch of times. It's a running joke. Well, so. And then again, like I said, this episode is intense, so I think they didn't want to... Ruin it. Yeah, they didn't want to kill the mood. Which they didn't, so I, that's why I thought that was well done. Because if you don't, because I don't know if you remember or not, but we didn't see this with Dosun, because when it cut to Dosun, Dosun was already, uh, spoilers, defeated by Prince Fukuboshi. Well, it's like about to happen, like, now. Yeah, like, I, I think everyone knows, like, Fukuboshi. saw gonna... it now. This is just, this, it's happening right now. There we go. Uh, it's done. One, one thing I would like to mention is uh, when I watched this episode earlier, I think. I, I don't think I ever watched the episodes with headphones plugged in. So I think this is, like, to recent, to my recent knowledge, this is one of the first episodes I've watched in a long time, first time around, with the headphones plugged in. And I'll point out to why it made watching this episode a little bit well, better. There's a certain scene. but uh, if, if you don't, it's, it's a much better experience in general. Or if you have really good speakers. It, it actually is because um, I the dialogue and sound effects and the music were a lot more clear. I mean, it sounds silly. Like, uh, yeah, and, like, no shit, Steve, because you have, like, speakers, like, 
wedged in your ears. But well, it's the 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 Mac speakers are also really terrible. Eh, most laptop speakers are not that. Right, right. Great. Oh, and you want to talk about this scene briefly? Oh, well, of course, I'd love to. Some, uh, I guess, was it? What's our term for it? Not suggested filler, uh, implied filler. Yeah. Uh, you know, just... with uh, with our favorite character. Because you can't have intense without some rape, you know. <laughs> I believe that is the most intense thing you could have. Yeah, because in a really bad way. But... You've seen like some episodes of Law and Order. All the rape episodes are just so tense. Well, I think that's the entire Law and Order SVU. In <laughs> I think we every mentioned law... this so many times already. I know. I think every Law and Order episode is like. What rape. is that dance, by the way? Uh, crappy animation. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Stupid girl. Stupid girl. Like, yeah, hey, hey, you. <laughs> What girl ever does that? No, no person ever would do that. Like some girl walking walking around bikini top with some with some nice breasts. You know, sees a creepy guy in the alley and walks up to him and says, "Hey, who are you?" I think most people have the common sense not to walk up to creepy people in alleyways, or at least you know, elbow elbow your buddy or your girlfriend and say like, "Uh, "Who who's that guy?" (laughs) That guy with a giant tongue. But, of course, no, uh, this girl who thinks, you know, everyone just answers questions honestly and doesn't, you know, do any inappropriate touching. She's like, hey, who are you? She's an idiot. Yes. No, that's... I'm not I mean, we're that. seeing some idiocy right here with Sanji. Yes, I mean, that's the only way you could describe That was a really nice cut in the way that was animated. Because I remember that looked, that panel looked really weird in the manga. I have so to say, I'm... Nami looks ridiculous in the whole first half of this. And just really look at how ridiculous she looks. Uh, I feel like her character model is like it was off in the first half. In the second off. half, it looked good. In the first she's kind of like short and stocky. You know, like a lot of scenes, like her torso that make no sense. Yeah, mm. physically impossible. You can't get mad at the whole boob thing because well, you can because it makes no sense. Now, has Sanji lost like that purple hue in his suit, or is that just me? Because like ever since uh, Shabandi, he's been wearing like a suit, and like of course it's like black, but it kind of has like a purple. I'm to the, to the color? someone who can't see colors, so um Oh yeah, that's right. So I think I'm just oh, noticing that they kinda cut back to gray and hey, do animation of uh Yosuku. Is that that's new? an uh, barely uh, looks new. Yes. This is new. Um Yeah, it's it's kinda simple too, but I should point out yeah. that props to this episode for animating everything. No using old footage, they yes, yes. animated old scenes. You know, it's true. It's golf nice. clap. I like it. No, golf clap is warranted there. Thank you. But for what I was talking about earlier with Sanji's suit, you saw that little uh, cut back to when Sanji was reading the newspaper. His, cert, uh, his suit kind of looked a little uh, purple, bluish. And it kind of looked like that when they started the time skip. But it seems like now it kind of it looks gray. But... No, I'm saying I don't have a problem with it. This is something I'm noticing. Just things that I notice. Well, there's there's stuff that I have no knowledge about because the color <laughs> thing again. Yeah. They're very minute things that I would never notice. Was that a scream or a door? <laughs> door, not a scream. <laughs> Just Although, making sure. They're both very similar. Because <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I was that uh, that roller coaster song of love. There's like that whole. That myth that that's that's a woman screaming in the background because a woman got killed in the studio. 
No one knows what I'm talking about. Especially me. I have no idea. I should talk about One Piece. You should probably. Uh, just look how ridiculous she looks in this whole thing. It's weird. Uh, I'm definitely. I'm gonna crank up the volume a little bit for the scene. Oh, this is this is the part you were talking about. Yes. The sound effect. The benefits of having headphones. Um, also, I'm kind of surprised, even though her eyes look kind of derpy right there. The 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 character models kind of stayed close to what they looked like in yeah. this original episode, like Nami does at least. And they use old music, which yes. is also nice. So you kind of feel like you're watching that episode. And that sent chills down my freaking spine. That's why you always watch with headphones. Saw that. It, oh, it was so much better listening to headphones. Like, that wouldn't have done anything for me if I was just listening to the speakers. But I'm just watching this, and I'm thinking it's probably going to show another cute scene. And then just, I don't even know how to describe that sound. No was, clue. I mean, well done. Well, I well thought done. that was really cool, and I think that made the episode for me. Definitely. Well, <laughs> I, it's a weird time for a commercial break, but yeah. There's, uh, by the way, half this episode, it's like we're basically doing an hour-long recap. Yeah, it is kind of like a recap episode, but it doesn't suck because everything's reanimated. Not only is it reanimated, but it's important. Yeah. <laughs> it actually is, like, integral to the plot. And it kind of so. doesn't look as derpy because I'm. there was a certain animator that did this episode. and the some, same voice, though? I, I've just been his so long. You that, see, no, that is good. the original voice. Um, I'm pretty sure. Um always liked uh, Arlong's Japanese voice. I think, you know, there's a, there's a special place in my heart for the Japanese version of the Arlong arc because I, I can't even remember how many times I watched that. I think that's probably why I really like this episode because I love the Arlong arc. It is one of the best. Yeah. Oh, good. I thought I lost you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just you know, it is one of the best. Um, I don't know. I feel like Watching, like, the Funimation dub of it, like, still a great dub, but just doesn't hit me the same way that the Japanese version does. Well, it's classic. And I think for those close-ups they did on the face for Nami, Nojiko, and Arlong are pretty much the same exact ones from the original episode. They might have just traced over them. I don't know. Just recreate them really well. But, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, no, I mean, in in general, it, it was really well done. I think, uh, but the Japanese version of Arlong arc, I think is, the acting is just top notch. But though I should give give credit for Lucy Christian. She did like amazing, especially during uh, the uh, stabbing scene. Quite possibly. That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's how I have to describe it. The dungeon it. scene or the stabbing scene? No, when she uh, stabbed the tattoo. Yeah. I think she might surpass the the Japanese voice actress, right? There's some small add-ins here, by the way. Yeah, like, like this. this. Um, and the one coming up in around a second. A lot more of Nami crying, uh, as you'll see in like a minute or so. Well, we, we assume she wasn't very happy. I mean, mm-hmm. well, well, I remember she new. said she wasn't going to cry anymore, but I guess she was really trying to hold back those uh, tears. But then again, it's a scene that Oda never did, so this is the anime just improvising. But they're nice, they, and they look good. The, the scenes, like, like in, like I said, intense, but. Come on, like thinking back to this flashback, like look at the look at the stuff that Nami went through, like just being chased after she just got shot in the arm and Arlong comes back. It's like, oh yeah, of course we're back. <laughs> well, he doesn't laugh like that. He has one of the best laughs, I think. I, I thought that voice you gave him was really appropriate. Oh, you're back. <laughs> See, look, I mean, just he laughed 
right there. That I think I I think I was here for a piece together. No, it was actually Anime Fans Give Back that we did. I think someone asked our favorite One Piece laughs, and me and Jason both said Arlong. Because I think that was the that was the first unique One Piece laugh I remember. That's what it was. Or or I noticed. I realized. Oh wait, these characters have unique laughs. And then you get the tense confrontation scene. Oh, I'm sorry, Zach. Are you waiting for me to say something? <laughs> I am, yeah. Okay, because I don't know if I'm just on delay or not. <laughs> no, there's just, what is there to say, I guess, about it. And, and, well, this isn't reanimated, of course, but this was done way after One Piece went. This was like kind of recently. We, I think we were yeah. doing a podcast when some of that was done. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But also, that's when One Piece went widescreen in HD. So That was a it, long time ago. It's acceptable. Yeah, I said, it was, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was way after that. So we don't have the stupid, what do you call them, pillar boxes. Yeah. <laughs> there's just, like, no way around it. They just always look awkward. They There's no way it can't look awkward. They got to, that's why it's good that they redid all this. That guy's just. But that fishman was biting yeah. at his junk brain. <laughs> But he didn't have, like, sharp teeth, so I guess, like... Oh, thought, I want to ask you about violent. this. I want to ask you about this, Steve. Uh, since they didn't show their faces as kids originally, what did you think? Um, I thought it was interesting that they decided to show their face. Um, see, I don't know if Oda was purposely trying to avoid doing that. Um, or maybe because he just didn't have enough room on the pages. Like, I'll just do the one panel. I feel like he was avoiding it. We talked about it on... Do you remember the title of the episode when we did the manga for this? Yeah. Well, you never know. Like, with his constraints on pages and stuff, maybe he thought, like, well, how about I just break this down to one panel that will... That one. Yeah, that, just that will there. do the... Will, you know, that will, you know, will get the idea across and just showing them from behind their silhouettes. Um, maybe maybe that was it. Um, or maybe, you know, Oda didn't want to show, like, he, maybe he didn't want the readers to have sympathy for Arlong and Chu and Karubi. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Because when, when you see him as kids, it's like, oh, I feel so bad for them. That's true, you do. <laughs> well, wasn't this chapter, um, wasn't our episode for this chapter a pup named Arlong Crew? Yes, it was. I, now we have I, a picture uh, for that. <laughs> oh, man, Jesus, this is has time gone by that much? Was I still recording at your place during that? I think I was. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's why I still had a place in that's the city. You had a place in the city. I like cry every time I come back. <laughs> Do you miss Mikey's? Is that what it is? I miss everything. <laughs> yeah, I miss the convenience of the Lower East Side. Um, this is another. Yeah, this was a great scene. They added. I don't remember Den ever like saying anything like that. He didn't, that. but it was a really nice addition because oh, that yeah. character doesn't do anything, so it's nice to hear him say things. This was nice as well. Yeah, that little flashback, you know, some really nicely painted and drawn stuff it was intense. All of this the, was great. And the white beard thing, I'm just disappointed because I think I remember. No, that comes back later. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I remember there being a flashback. Um, panel where he yells that so i thought oh since there Jim is that comes back it. later but and then there's this scene mm-hmm. oh i forgot to mention before because it was so quick you couldn't you you might have missed it um luffy uh sipping his tea oh yeah, yeah. that was funnier i thought in the i think it's funnier <laughs> in the manga because they had that one panel where with the question mark do you remember that 
Um, I think so. Oh, I think that's an, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I don't, well, I'm no expert translator, but yeah, wasn't in that when Sanji was explaining when he was reading the newspaper, he said, I had a question mark over my head. Uh, something like that. But like, I think that was the translation we had at the time. And when I was listening to the episode, like he does say in like English, he's like, he's like, it's like Christian Maku. <laughs> but of course, like it wasn't translated there. So I'm curious if he really did say that. And I guess he did. Translation was a little off. Uh, you understand English. Not, I might not. <laughs> I'll hear you know, with the T. The benefit of, of headphones. Yep. Yeah, it's really the benefit of headphones. Is Fisher Tiger burning down ancient Greece over there to the right? He is. That is ancient Greece, actually. Um, no, it isn't. This was kind of nice, although I would have liked to see more silhouettes than this. Although I feel like does it spoil too much as to what's to come also. Oh, we'll, we'll be seeing a lot of these guys for... Soon. That How stupid hat. It's that stupid hat. What, Arlong's hat? Yeah. This is the most stupid. It looks like a 1920s... I think it looks fine. It looks funny. Um, I wonder how long the flashback is going to be. I think it's I would gonna probably be like guess eight to ten episodes at least. You think so? Jeez, I was going to say five, but then again, I don't remember how many chapters it was. I think it was like eight to ten. I, it was a lot. It was, I think it was tied for the longest. Uh, I don't know if they do that though, because that's like a big ratings risk. Because we all know, no, like, but the thing is, the flashback is really good. Yeah, it's like a really good one, and it's exciting, and there's action, and there's adventure, and all that fun. I, stuff. I just, oh, I just like the fishmen. I think that's my favorite part of this arc, so I really don't mind it being a little bit long. Yeah, I don't like. I, like, I think we've said this so many times, but well, that that's it. Uh, what were your final thoughts though on this one? Like I said, an intense episode, but it was awesome because it really didn't cut any corners. It it reanimated all of the four by three stuff. Um, what else was I gonna mention? I don't. Know, I just feel like I wonder if Toy just like made this written rule. Like you know what? For now on, once we start the the new world stuff, it's like we're no. Re- there's been some bad. <laughs> no, they're saying we're reanimating everything. Oh, that's a good pledge. I like that pledge. Because well, anyway, I yeah. I don't recall them using any old footage since. That's true. I, I don't. It's been a while. Like I said, I think like yeah, like we've had some imperfect episodes, but I think the quality of the anime has you know has stood the test of time since the recently yeah since yeah the time the skip started. I think since the end of Marine for. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I don't know. I just want to say is oh, that okay. the I think like the anime is because I think late I think the the anime of One Piece is not nearly as po- as popular as the manga, but I think the anime is making up for its lack of uh, popularity again. Like the quality has really gone up. I can't wait to Definitely. see, can't wait to see the flashback and the rest of this arc how it's going to look. Cool. All right, let's get into the next segment. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. All right, so we're here with Matt Cohen today, and some of you may already know him. He's uh, done a couple podcasts up with Kevin Smith, the Smodcast Podcast Network. Uh, he was the former manager of the uh, uh, oh, Smodcastle Podcast Theater that they used to have. He's the current host of a Smodco Spin Night Show. So welcome to the show, Matt. Hey, thanks for what's going on, man. Some people may be wondering what you're doing on a One Piece podcast, but you're a big fan of One Piece. Uh, Wait, this is a what podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you get that I a thought- lot. 
I thought we were talking about, uh, I thought it was a Wampa podcast. I thought this was Star Wars stuff. I was very excited. <laughs> I, I was excited, too, until I found out it wasn't. So. Yeah, what is One Piece? Uh, no, I am, I am I a... I thought uh, they smelled bad on the outside. Yeah, <laughs> I, am a, I am a huge uh, One Piece fan, as some of the people might know. Yeah, I'm, uh, I do some shows for the Smodcast Network. I host uh, Bagged and Boarded and Midnight, and I produce some shows uh, like More Stories with Jay Moore and Team Jack. But um, I am a massive One Piece fan. Like, cool. it, it, it invades all aspects of my life, unfortunately. And other than you fine gents, I've met about, I'm going to say, seven American folks who know what it is. So I'm very happy to be talking with you right now. There's uh, a so- lot of them, uh, I've learned. There's a lot of there's a lot of good One Piece folks. Yeah, we're, 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 doing, we're working on it. Yeah, we're yeah, working yeah, on it. Oh, me too. I'm trying, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Just to start out, how did you get into One Piece? And when did that start? All right, uh, I saw a random episode. I'm going to say I saw, like, episode four when they did the – when four kids did the dub on the WB yeah. at, yeah. like, yeah. 6.30 in the morning one day, like, maybe five years ago. And I just saw the one standalone episode, and I was – I just woke up or probably hadn't even woken up yet. And But I remember thinking this is – Actually, really, all this is not what I thought it would be at all. I'd heard the name; it had blended together with other animes on that time. But um, maybe three and a half years later, I went through kind of an anime. I watched Samurai Champloo. That's what did it. I really, uh, yeah. someone yeah, told that, me that, that uh, a lot of people. Yeah. Well, I had already been a huge Bebop. I was already a, a big. I mean, I grew up on Miyazaki, and I was already a huge Cowboy Bebop fan. So once I realized that uh, Watanabe did Champloo, I jumped on it immediately. And then after it, I needed more anime. And I remember thinking back to that one episode of One Piece I saw. And I was like, hey, I should give this a try. I looked it up and saw there were, like, at that time, 400-something episodes, <laughs> 500 issues of the manga. I was like, I think this might work. So I, uh, over the course of maybe the last two years, I, I started from zero. and have ca- I caught up about six months ago probably. But there, wow. was, there was a time where I was doing, like, seven episodes a day, like, four days a week for, like, a year or so. Yeah, it's just like, that's, like, yeah. that's like what I did, except when I started, there was about 260 episodes. Yeah, you're lucky, dude. I had so I was so so far behind. Like, uh, let me think. Yeah, everyone had already been introduced. What arc was it on when I started? Ice oh, Lobby? Thriller Bark. A thriller Probably. Bark. Yeah, the was, horror arc. Was your guy's starting arc or? Well, no, Thriller Bark was, was uh, mine when I mine started. Was Any, mine was Annie's Lobby, which was the the uh, the judicial island thing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, and then from that, I, I I did basically I did the anime first. Actually, Me too. I didn't re- I didn't read the manga. I sat there and watched the entire anime, and then I went back and did the manga. And now I do both simultaneously. But it's that bummer moment when you when you read the manga when you realize you're like ah oh, I don't know a year ahead of the anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Yeah, I was like, just let them get older already, man. We know it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> then we have people like Greg here who've been watching the show since it started, basically. Too long. Not, well, I mean, oh. um, the the very first episode I saw was uh, in 2001, and wow. uh, they were on they were on Little Garden, and I mean, if you know anything about Little Garden, if you know the 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 group assembled there, if you see that, not knowing anything about the show, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm me. definitely glad I started with episode one. There, otherwise, there'd be a lot of what the fucks. That's a tough show to just jump into it. Yeah, yeah, and everyone yeah. always asks like, "What point can I jump in?" It's five hundred episodes. The, I don't want to watch the whole thing. The beginning, like yeah. you know what, yeah. sir, or uh, 
Like there have been there were points where like I really I knew about Chopper and I really wanted to get to Chopper, so I I jumped through like forty issues there just to get you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's definitely yeah. some arcs like and look and One Piece if you could see where I'm sitting right now I'm next to my One Piece shrine like I collect and I collect the figures and stuffed animals and like artwork like I'm obsessed. However, that being said, for my favorite one of my favorite fictional creations of all time, man, they pace that stuff out slowly. Yeah. Well, the anime uh, especially. The Isn't... anime especially, dude. Like, I feel like um, uh, Impelled Down took five years out of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, we went through those episode by episode. And they twice, did Zach, twice. Especially for the anime, like, the difference between episodes is usually, like, Luffy moves five feet away and says a bunch of stuff. <laughs> because we had to get, we get to talk about the manga on the other part of well, it. Well, no, slot, but yeah. with the... Uh, we do the anime's like commentary style, so okay. we just talk about random shit most of the time, and no, then yeah, we yeah. get back to the episode. The manga's a lot more focused. Yeah, the manga's a lot more fun. Yeah. Right on, yeah. Which yeah. is, and let me ask you guys, what do you think about the differences between the manga and the anime? Do you think they're they're really pronounced or? Well, that's good. That's a good question. I was going to ask you that if if you, if there's anything that stood out to you, I, I think uh, they they tend to be, um, and I, by differences I mean. Actual physical difference is not uh, slight, you know, like, well, this is pacing differently. But, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, for, for instance, uh, w- one of the ones that always comes to mind is um, uh, Conus on, uh, in Skypia. Uh, there's a scene where she tries to appeal to the, to the general Skypians, you know, that, you know, we shouldn't be putting our support behind Enera and stuff. And uh, a child throws a rock at her and she starts bleeding. Uh, and in the anime, uh, the child throws a tomato at her. And yeah, <laughs> well, well, that kind of face. stuff. I, I think I, it's not as bad in, as in One Piece. Like, I'm a big fan of Toriko. I don't know if you guys are, follow that one also. It's a good show. Uh, I haven't, I'm not caught up by any means. Yeah. But well, in still the, eats up a lot of my time. In yeah. the manga... He smokes and drinks like a fucking fiend. The dude takes a to- <laughs> he takes an entire tobacco plant, puts it in his mouth, and lights it. I've seen that. Yeah. And, and the big that. thing with the anime, the big the, a lot of fans were like, "Man, he doesn't smoke and drink." You got to think like, yes, yes, they're they're supposed to be as true to the adaptation as they can, but they're kind of made for kids, sort of. Am yeah. I wrong on that? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So like, yeah, like, yeah, like, there's a lot more blood in the manga, and like, Boa Hancock is like a giant slut nymph who like takes her, her boobs out all the time. But like, we can't. <laughs> Nami does that too now. Nami does that. Oh, I mean, af- after the time jump, yeah. everyone does that. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ, that was what I liked about the time jump. I, I was like, okay, Chopper's a badass. Sanja grew some facial hair. Luffy's like, like a uh, j- hero warrior now. Oh, Robin and Nami got boob jobs. That's and longer <laughs> hair. That's what they did in. In that time span, I don't know. Robin looks the same, but Nami is Jesus and, Christ. He, and I'll, I'll give one. I'll give Oda and One Piece this though. Compared to other manga and stuff, he way under sex plays it. Like yeah, yeah. You know, like I tried to read. You ever read? Uh, what is it? Um, Death High School or something? High School of the High Dead. School, High School of the Dead. Yeah. That's chicks ridiculous. Are, chicks ridiculous. are literally firing guns with their tits. I don't understand how it works. <laughs> no, there's actually one scene in the anime of that where. The bullet is flying, and the tits are going in different directions, and it goes yes. past and it goes one and past like the other a, And it goes into an upskirt That's shop and all that. Like, okay, so what? Brooke likes panties, <laughs> and Sanji obviously is a pervert, but, like, it, it's, it's not as bad. I don't feel bad for reading it like I do in, like, GTO <laughs> yeah. or, like, other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, that's a huge problem. 
what GTO or just it just the pervert fact? No, just the. I mean, there are. I, I know there are anime where the clothes literally explode when they punch each other. And, that, and that's the funny sense. thing too. As a collector, it's like, look, I want or I want a Boa Hancock figure as much as the next guy. I don't need to see your nipples necessarily. Like even even the One Piece toys, a lot yeah. of the time come out with like naked variations. Well, there's the there's the hug pillows, which I guess anime fans and the booby mouse pads and the booby mouse pads. <laughs> yeah, the, the booby mouse pads. We always come back to them. I mean, those seem comfortable, at least. I mean, let's not front though. They are sexy ladies. Who do you go, who do you guys go with? I'm a Nami guy. <laughs> Nami's kind of too harsh. I feel she's like. a bitch, but I like it, man. I think I think. <laughs> That's the real, one I was fishing for. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I like. I like when a chick like yells at me and puts me in my place and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who doesn't like that? Robin's too. Like Robin's just bleh. Yeah. I go for the intelligent. Yeah, she is like intelligent it. though. She's intelligent, but she's got. I don't know. And this is more of a general note on the character, but probably my least favorite member of the Straw Hats. Robin, as far as just, I don't know. Really. Yeah, is that, really? What do most wow. people say? What do most people say? Usopp? No, a lot of people don't no. like Sanji, I think. Well, recently Sanji. Recently. Really? Recently, oh, Sanji. I love Sanji. Well, Sanji had been my favorite. Sanji's my man. Let me tell you this, guys. I don't know how family-friendly this show is, but if any Not- member, if, if any of the Nakama were to smoke pot, it's Sanji. <laughs> I think he might be already. Like, Sanji's like a cool stoner well, guy, well, man. Well, I like actually, Sanji. You know, depending on... on- you know what, what? What you think or how you interpret it, Brooke? I don't know. He was smoking something pretty suspicious. Yeah, he's, he's a musician. He's, he's got a he's a musician. In, exactly. movie, movie Soul King, on. dude. Yeah, yeah. Although I like to think like and he laughs that, constantly because um, I, I always think of that scene in Samurai Champloo where Mugen lights the entire field of whatever on fire oh, and they yeah. all get high yeah, from yeah, base. I love and that. I like I to think of that in Zoro's voice. Because it is Zoro's voice. He had the same actor I mean, in Japanese. I'm not going to lie. I like to think that Brooke, Sanji, and Zoro are somewhere in, in the back of the uh, uh, thousand. You know what I mean? Just uh, getting high. <laughs> Why I mean, have we never Zoro's just about sleeping this. all the time. You're not fooling anybody, Zoro. Exactly, right? That's up true. in that little bird's nest up there. No, it's a, you know what? It, it's weird, the character thing, because like you guys, like it switches for me all the time. You know what I mean? Um, I started off – I, I was a chopper guy for a really long time. And then – I don't know. Chopper only does so much. I feel like that's how yeah, I feel about uh, Sanji. It's, <laughs> really? It's, oh, yeah. I don't feel like he changes that much. Interesting that you bring that up because uh, there's there's actually a lot of discussion right now about I don't know if if you've noticed this is a really really dorky uh, fan point, but oh please go for the, it. The, all right. Have you ever noticed the chapters that are called uh, the first person, the second person? Um, the the uh, the third person, the fourth person, etc. Yeah. When when a crew member joins. Yes. Have you ever noticed them? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, if, you know, if you you follow all of them, we haven't gotten one for Chopper or for Robin yet. Um, and no, we did get one for Robin. I thought. We got, didn't we get lobby. Robin's nope. archaeo- Like she, we didn't we see we saw Robin's origins and all that, right? Yeah, I thought it was at the end when Usopp and Robin rejoined. That or was, was that, that Usopp and Fairy I almost I almost thought it was it was when uh, Robin was on that like bridge thing during during right before the time jump. Like yeah, when she's yeah. explaining you, why she was so upset. Yeah, yeah. You, Maybe. You'd, you'd think, but uh, but no, we, we have not gotten one for for Robin or for Chopper. Wow. So that's that's one of the big uh, fan discussions amongst uh, Japanese fans is you know what what more can they possibly do, especially Robin, since you know she seems really into it at this point. Well, the the question is that um, it's probably related to the fact that a uh, Robin particularly uh, when she joined, she basically invited herself. Uh, Luffy didn't say, 
come on, be my be my Nakama. Luffy didn't uh, say join my crew as the first sentence he said to that person, like he did with everyone else in this manga. <laughs> especially, yeah. especially in the in the uh, issue this week, we're gonna yeah. talk about too. It's my favorite, dude. Like that's Luffy's standard. Just like, all right, join us. It's the best. Sometimes it works. The one time, uh, the one with Brooke was my favorite because he was just like, join my crew. And Brooke was like, okay. And everyone else was. At the very, when we first meet him. (laughs) Do you poop is also a good question. Yes. Yes. Do you poop is good. (laughs) And so, no, you're saying, so you're you're saying the Japanese fans are wondering what more they can do with those two characters. Right. Exactly. And then Chopper, when, when he quote, you know, he, he joined, but um, Luffy was under the assumption that he was emergency food. And if you go back to and yeah. you know, how <laughs> serious right. are we being here with that? Yeah, was well, no, I, I am. I, I mean, am Luffy wanted to eat. Luffy wanted to eat Chopper for a while. I remember yeah, that. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so, so now when you go back, now go back to what you were saying about Chopper. What more is left for Chopper? Basically, the idea over here for a lot of fans, and myself in particular, is that Chopper's eventually is going to come across an arc when he he can't save someone. Uh, you know, and even with all his medical skills and, and everything he's learned, uh, there's going to be a, a member of the crew uh, that that he finds that he fails, or somebody important to them that uh, he finds that he fails. Uh, now you just to save. That, no, that's an interesting point. You just bring up another interesting point entirely. I guess if we're just talking random sure. One Piece here, let's yeah, hit it. Absolutely. Could they could they kill a Straw Hat? Has Oda ever mentioned? He said he, he was, and then he killed it, the ship. <laughs> I mean, he did kill that ship. Um, I mean, he said he was going to kill a crew member, and the ship died. So, so okay, I yep. guess that makes sense. Here, let's do the other random question. What do you guys think about uh, Jinbei passing down, uh, saying no? Well, he said yes, but he said kind of. Yeah. It, wasn't like, it was such a weird. I'm curious about what he wants to do. That is so important that he couldn't join the crew. Do you do you like Jinbei as a crew member? Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. A lot of people don't. I mean, they don't because it throws off it throws off the power dynamic, right? But I think Luffy now, like two years ago, yes, I agree that would have I wouldn't have liked that. But today, I think Luffy could probably beat Jinbei. But uh, I, I think my my big theory had been that Jinbei is the straw hat representative on Fishman Island, uh, or for the Fishman in general. Because um, he is, I mean, because Luffy is now given his protection to Fishman Island after the whole Big Mom incident. Right. So he's going to need to have something there to protect it. Exactly, and that would be Jinbei. That's our that's our theory at least. Yeah. So do you so so whoa, did we lose someone? So all that teasing about there being a new crew member, do you think that was that was Jinbei eventually, or do you think we're actually gonna get one soon? Ooh. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's tempting to think that Oda would want to go into the new world and, and give them someone from the start so that I they mean, could basically go through it together. What are the other names that have been tossed around? Kuma, um, what's yeah. the princess's name? Shin, uh, the Cuck? Shirohoshi. Shinohoshi, Vivi. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I think Kuma would be a cool one, personally. Uh, yeah, we don't even know what's happened to him, really. Well, isn't he a robot now? I mean, he's hasn't he lost his personality? At the this last point? time we saw him, he was protecting the ship, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. it was. The, I don't know. The that's final pretty command. cool. Yeah. If I if if I could choose from anyone in the universe, though, it would be Buggy. I'm such a I'm such a Buggy sucker, man. Oh my well, god, Buggy hates Luffy. I, I, don't I don't see that. I love Buggy. I don't see that ever going away. I know. Well, I know. But a lot of people think too. he's one of the warlords now. Oh, he's got to be. He's got. I, I would assume so. I, I assume he took all the 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 pretend uh, glory he got from from that entire battle and and tried to and bounced it somewhere, right? Yeah. 
That's so I thought that that that, um, that bat at the end of the at the end of the war was for him. You think so? Yeah. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. The the bat yeah. is the it's the government messenger. Yeah. All, all I can say is definitely listen, tune into the segment, uh, my my segment today. We'll have okay. some interesting things to talk about. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you teasing? Uh, why why aren't we on that note? Uh, do some manga chapters since I know we don't have you uh, forever, uh, Matt. So uh, let's get into that. Ready? Yeah. Uh, this is the manga recap for chapter 658, The Biscuits Room. And Ed, what's going on in this in this cute picture, I guess? <laughs> Biscuits, yummy. Anyway, uh, Perona has been wandering the seas. Apparently she's found Thriller Bark and her old pet, um, Kumashi. No, no there. soul in there anymore. Yeah, you can tell because the eyes are all whited out. <laughs> Uh, that, no, that's how you can tell someone's really dead. She, we last saw her at Showbody, so I guess she went back to. Well, I, I didn't even know Thriller Bark was still there. I just assumed it got destroyed by those mysterious shadow beam people. That's, the a, that's a great point you bring up. What the hell are those things? Yeah. Well, here's another interesting point I'm going to bring up. Are the are the covers meant to be real time? I never understood that. Like, right now she's hugging that. You know what I mean? I think it's just like two years. This is something that happened. It's 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 good you bring that up because I, I just noticed something uh, when I went through the series again recently huh? is uh, sometimes they are and sometimes they aren't. Okay. Uh, if you look <laughs> at uh, the the Kobe the Kobe um, examples where, where he's training with the helmet ball, uh, if you look at the moon, the moon is actually uh, uh, quite further along in its in its phase than uh, than it is earlier in the series where, where the straw hats. Oh my god! Are. I forgot you did the whole moon. Wow, wow dude! <laughs> Greg is oh, is super I love obsessed. this podcast. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> yeah, there was. Didn't you do that whole column on how the moon phases change through like the whole? Yes. First? Oh my god! Yeah, it was wow. basically. Uh, I was one of the first people that said, uh, definitely in English, but um, one of the first pe- people that said, uh, you can tell how much how long has passed in One Piece. You know, at least the the first part of it at least up, up until they get up to drum uh by looking at the moon and it was revealed a few years later that that oda did specifically uh keep tracking the moon and draw it a specific way um because he was waiting for that moment at drum with the full moon Damn. so wow well on that note <laughs> all right yeah um ed you want to I start did. us I off did. with the giant I... babies <laughs> Yeah, so um, the babies are, are shocked that there's someone in their little nursery room there. Uh, but, you know, the boys are very excited by the They're robot. giant babies. I'm sorry. Well, some of them are less giant than others. That's some of them true. are normal human-sized babies. Ah, uh, they the- all still got big heads. That's <laughs> true. <they> do. <laughs> Even the little ones. Did anyone else get a uh, get an Akira vibe on yes, this? Yes, I did. I, I forgot to mention that. Oh, right? wow. yeah. yeah. Yeah, total it's... Akira vibe. They're all big-headed babies. I mean... Weren't they also old people in Akira? I forget. I haven't seen they that were, movie. They were like ever. old people and big babies, but it's the playroom with the colorful backgrounds and the giant yeah. toys, and they think everyone's a toy, <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so the kids ask if they're one of the frozen ones, and Straw Hats don't really know what that means, but uh, Frankie's definitely captured the hearts of all the boys there. <laughs> Speaking of uh, toys. <laughs> yeah. And everyone looks at Chopper, too. Uh, wait, no. Chopper's not there. I, I, I love that. There I love how, how, oh, yeah. how Oda brings Chopper's riding Frankie. Beetle. Oh right! There yeah, I love the stag beetle thing again. Yeah, uh, yeah because it—it, it, I mean, it, it made no sense when when he did the hair being a stag beetle. So, I mean, it, you know, obviously Oda loves collecting bugs and things, and the stag beetle is one of his favorite. Well, Greg, I never um, got to tell you my theory about that. Is I know you were at Jump Festa, and Oda said he would give Frankie the style that 
the voice actor didn't want, and I think that's the hairstyle. You think? It, it might be. It's so <laughs> I, ridiculous. I, well, I, I think – we'll see. I, I thought it was so ridiculous at the time, but then when he comes into the room with the kids, you know, one of the things about Japanese kids is they're obsessed – or boys at least – is they're obsessed with, with uh, collecting stag beetles. And you know, if you go to a toy store, there's like a huge section of like just bugs and like – And we, know, already, yeah. we already played this game once on Jaya. Yeah, and not yeah. only on Jaya, when Luffy was a kid, wasn't he playing with one of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also right. love the fact that, I mean, isn't, isn't Stag, doesn't Chopper also assume Stag points sometimes? Like, Stag is also a kind of deer, right? And they both, in it's profile. Really call it horn point, yeah. In profile, though, they both kind of got antlers going on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, his, it's, you, you mentioned that, it's, it's his new one does seem very close to that, so. Yeah, I didn't even notice the juxtaposition with Chopper and Frankie. That's a really cool little thing. I like that. Uh, Ed, yeah, keep us going. Uh, We have a talking samurai head here. The talking samurai head asks about his son, Momonosuke, and everything sort of pauses for a second. It was just shift to the next panel, and there's sort of speed lines going past the children as they have shocked faces. And everyone runs away because it's a talking head, and it's creepy. (laughs) And I also love that talking, creepy talking heads immediately make you pour snot out of your nose, apparently. That's, I think you look at all the, the kids running right. away. Like, terrified snot. They're just they're kids. Yeah, yeah. You know what happens when you get scared. You just lose control of all bodily fluids, including the mucus in your nose. Now, uh, I, I think this next page even goes into why this arc has been so awesome. It's, we, go immediately yeah. from, we go immediately from the nursery to the talking severed head, and now we got a bunch of random guys with guns coming in uh, saying that they want to fire uh, – exp- that they – not to fire off explosives in the nursery or the biscuits room is what they call it. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh, master's wrath will come down on you. Yeah. Uh, and who's the master? Well, maybe we'll find out in this chapter. Kind maybe. of. Um, and master so- splinter? <laughs> Probably. Oh, that'd be I awesome. I made a funny. <laughs> uh, and, and Sanji, while holding the screaming head, while he, the screaming head looking I like watching the head freak out. Me too. Right now. Yeah. I, I know I say this a lot, but in, in the anime, I feel like this might be very funny. Um, and Sanji's looking like, what is this? Where are we? Tell us about it. And uh, the kids continue to run away. And Nami smacks the head and says to shut the hell up, basically. Um, and... <laughs> Here's the, other, here's the other thing I love about this whole – and this arc in, in total – when they first saw the dragon, everyone was obsessed with the fact that the dragon could talk. Yeah. It was like you guys just came from a place under the ocean where you fought fishmen for like a year. <laughs> like you don't – oh, wow, a dragon can talk. I'm sure these giant kids who live in a weird ice – fire palace that's guarded <laughs> by like the thing that freaks them out isn't the little reindeer guy it's not the giant robot it's a talking head big deal sanji's facial hair is scarier than that talking head <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. i don't know if i agree with that <laughs> the eyebrows maybe <laughs> the eyebrows yes i'm not gonna i'm not uh, disagreeing with the eyebrows where were we Zach? um I never really know. Uh, uh, yeah, we're in the bottom. No, of the so uh, Nami, th- they're having another sexist conversation, basically, where uh, he he keeps saying chauvinistic things, and Nami gets pissed about it. Um, be funny if his like his, his the rest of his body somewhere else just like committed seppuku. <laughs> you know it's gonna happen at one point. Uh, didn't he ask already twice to do that? I think. Yeah, yeah. He wants to cut his belly. <laughs> if he had one. Uh, which is kind of like a book joke, but um, not quite. Uh, so the kids uh, ask the robot 
uh, whether or not he came from outside the island. And Frankie does this little uh, wink with the little, what do you call it, the sparkle? Uh, thumbs up, yeah. Thumbs up with the, said, yeah, of course I did. I'm a cyborg. And, and then they asked, do you have a ship? And then he's like, yeah, of course I have the best ship ever. And then they cut him off and the kid comes over, stops, runs right in front of him and says, save us, please. Uh, which shocks everyone. And That's, especially Chopper. And then the next panel, Frankie was like, wait, did I said I have a ship? Never mind. Uh, we got to go now. No, no room for giant heads. Uh, Chopper's, Chopper's like, this isn't a nursery school? Like, you, you think? Greg? Yeah, this is this is basically the, the big Doan segment. In, and, and Oda, you know, obviously even wrote the Doan there. Is because that's where it becomes very clear that these kids are being held against their will. Yeah. Um, and it's for probably not so... Mm, altruistic purposes well i mean we turn to the uh, next page and we find out they were sick at some point come on all doctors Maybe. wear weird henchmen jumpsuits and carry around ornate <laughs> cannons yes they are ornate don't you remember on drum yeah yeah come on yeah. they are very ornate those guns uh, the guns in one piece are really nice looking yeah um ed yeah keep us going okay. <laughs> uh so they're, they're basically just demanding to be saved and the straw hats need to keep running but uh, everyone's all better. We don't. We just want to go home. You, you, you need to help us. But um, Chopper, the Chopper's reaction shots in this chapter are especially good. I like where he's sort of looking over his shoulders, like sick with what? I'm intrigued by all of this. But uh, they're so cutesy though. At the same time, because it's Chopper. So yeah, listen up, kids. Those are bad, scary people. Because we're totally not scary in our like monocle <laughs> yeah, hoodies cre- and cannons. They look like something out of like a Jules Verne novel. That's a really weird reference. Then someone on the next page says, "No, it's says, not. That's like a steampunk gun. That's a yeah. to- that reference totally works. Nice. Man. Be proud. Be well, proud of it. Okay, I'll be proud of it. Out of the way, children. Um, but uh, everyone's on the run still." And uh, they demand to be saved at some point. Well, then the Straw Hats all leave, and they said, then come back and save us later. Uh, because they, they basically, it's like, we can't do it right now. We have to run away from these people. Yeah. Anyway, maybe we should take them with us. They don't want to attack these kids. Yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, Chopper and Frankie go through that. And this, this comes back to basically what I thought when we first saw the kids, is that um, since we saw the skeleton... Of the uh, of the giant as they f- they first came onto the island yeah. and they said well you know this is much bigger than than a regular giant um, I I thought immediately ah all right okay that's those are the parents and I mean it's it's also strange that the kids that the the, uh, the giants slash kids are um, different sizes even though they're different ages um, so they're all not exactly the same so there's something going on with that as well but I immediately thought that ah. This is this is going to be another tearjerker, isn't it? We're going to have a story where Definitely. the parents are going to stand yeah, maybe, up to to protect the kids. Maybe Greg, this will be the thing with Chopper that you're thinking about some disease. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Ooh, you might be right. Uh oh, we fits got it. Very well. That's a thing. Man. That's a thing. Uh, I think we're done with. That I love thing, I right? love that Frankie cries through that. Oh. By the way, well, Frankie um, cries for a lot of things. Frankie cries. Frankie's for an emotional guy. Come <laughs> he on. is. I mean, that shows how manly it's. That like Frankie's the super manly, and yet it's when Zoro cries that we have something to talk about. Yes, that's true. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Or Sanji, I, he doesn't cry that often. Uh, well, yeah, except right, lady, or throw him on an island of transvestites. He cries a bunch. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, he cries. See, that. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, so now on the next page, Sanji is like, "Come on, Nami," and then uh, Nami. I like this. You kind of have this cinematic zoom in on Nami uh, from the top of the page to the bottom. Where she said, let's save the children. And you can see her biting her lower lip. 
Uh, yeah, I didn't even notice that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, over in the middle there. And then Sanji's like, are you crazy? We can't. They might be sick. You know. And then you zoom in to Nami. is like, these are children crying for our help. How could we turn our back on them? Sanji is back to being the badass that we, uh, that we all missed. And, yeah, and when, uh, when does Nami suddenly have a conscience? <laughs> both. That is a very good point. Uh, we know what, what, what I think she, with uh, that there. Wait, go ahead, Ed. I think you're some, I'm just saying she knows about being an orphan. That's true. Yeah, yeah and she she's been getting progressively nicer, I guess, as as the story goes on, especially after the jump a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's growing up. She's growing up. Right. Are you going for other Greg? Uh, same, yeah, basically same thing is that I think she can be sympathetic to to their to their uh, to their cries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sanji lights a cigarette up. Uh, the monocled people start saying they're not going anywhere. We can't let them get away. Uh, and they said, just waste the kids along with them, which that's an interesting line. And the kids yell, ah, guns, which is always a good line. Uh, Sanji runs up onto the ornate yeah. bazooka uh, and is. kicks uh, the guy in the face uh, with a Diamble Jamble Collier strike. I'm probably mispronouncing <laughs> at least one of those words. Uh, and kicks it. New, new, new attack away. form here. We've had uh, shot. Uh, shoot, uh, and I think I think the order of strength is probably shoot, shot, and now strike. Mm-hmm. So we've got a new series of attacks for for Sanji, a strike series. Wow, I didn't know. That. I didn't know. I, I assume that's one of the uh, what do you call it? What's the CP9 move where he uh, jumps up? Um, Geppo. 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 I assume. Yeah. Oh, I guess move, he move didn't use that. I think he just. Did, I think he just jumped up on the on the bazooka. So you guys know. are my new best friends. I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ed, what's going on? Um, we're on the next page then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we get Sanji and Frankie going wild. That uses the kung fu point. I always like to like uh, play like Bruce Lee noises. It's like, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, every time when he does that. And then um, a strike, he just looks badass attacking whatever he does when he looks oh, like this. With, with the beetle hair. Is this the first hair. time seeing this, by the way? The strong right? Yeah. Yes, look That's at that. Awesome. Have, this yes. is why I didn't spend the money on that Frankie figurine that came out. That high quality, like hundred dollar Frankie. The, P-O- the POP? No, 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 they came it's, out with a. It's it's that? actually even different than a POP. It's um it's a it's a high quality cast metal figure. Oh wow! Uh, and it looks really nice, but I was waiting for more features to come out for Frankie. And man, this <laughs> yeah. strong right is so badass looking. I love that design. You you still think his his normal arms are in there? Just in, like in the first half of that cube there of his arm? Like, I, I was hoping arms? they were. I was I really was hoping that they were originally. But when he shot out his hands from the from the big ones that he can work on on projects, small projects, I thought, oh, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he basically dismantled himself and rebuilt himself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's yeah. stronger. Yeah. Incredibly <laughs> badass stuff. I mean, I, I love that. That's great. Uh, yeah. And the, boy, the boys freak out over a rocket punch. Of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they, they turn around. They're not running. So, uh, so Sanji declares his love all over again, and he's going to protect him. I don't think he ever fell out of love. <laughs> I had, like, flashbacks of Charlotte's Web here. Some pirates. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Wow. Yeah. What? People don't know what that is. Y'all read that in second grade. I know. Some pig. Uh, keep going. Yeah. Oh, no, that was that. Um, so San- basically Frankie and Sanji are making a stand right there. Uh, yeah, nice Check the kids. So, yeah. Go with the pretty lady and the kung fu raccoon. 
<laughs> uh, I guess should I pick up here when things get, um, when things get yeah. weird? You know, up to this point, things have been completely normal. Now things are going to get a little weird. Um, <clears throat> as we head back to the cell that they were at last chapter, um, <clears throat> and we see a lot of the monocled men and some. What the hell is this? I don't even know how to describe like some sort of smoke hair fill swirling of vortex. It's, uh, it's the smoke monster from Lost. Oh, it's the smoke monster from Lost. Okay, so <laughs> so we have... Um, did that, that never got a name, did it? We have the man in black. Um, <clears throat> I hate to make Lost references. Um, oh, please don't. Yeah. So painful. It, it hurts. Um, yeah, I, think that, I think we could all speak <laughs> for that, right, Greg? Go um, listen to our Lost podcast. <clears throat> we did, yeah. one, we did one, one episode for that. After the end was over, just yeah. to... No, but if we did that now, I think we would just all cry as to how <laughs> much we wasted our time. Um, anyway, uh, we have the weird smoke thing uh, come into the door and say, uh, basically, this door was built to absorb shocks, and yet, wh- how did this happen, basically? Uh, by, by the way, this is the master, apparently, so uh, who knows. And he says, and he, I thought only he could produce laser technology, obviously referring to Vegapunk. Well, he says it in the next sentence, um, <laughs> which which I like too because we now realize these guys are working on a more of a global kind of range. They're they're aware of Vegapunk. They know mm-hmm. about the pacifistas, so they're obviously involved in some weird way, which would make sense because didn't the Marines had a big quarantine on this place, right? So. Yeah. Uh, and this, well, this the is, quarantine was presumably from what we're going to find out at the end of the chapter. But go ahead, Greg. Yeah, this is this is a really big revealing moment because. Previously, at least myself, I was under the assumption that this Vegapunk was going to be behind this. Um, and the you know, because the name of the island, Punk Hazard, yeah. uh, all the the strange experiments, uh, I thought that Master was going to be Vegapunk. Uh, and here we find out, obviously not. Now, it, when if, you look, if at anything, this, what, it what would you... be the opposite because he calls them Vegapunk's infernal kind of pacifistas. Exactly, exactly. So, um, obviously not on, on very good terms with Vegapunk, whoever this individual is, but wants to take advantage of his technology. Um, so maybe uh, this is former technology of Vegapunk. Maybe the master is an old Vegapunk, you know what I mean? Yeah. An old experiment. An old experiment as with these guys. And and this was Vegapunk's laboratory and the experiment, you know? Well, wasn't that where Frankie was though? Or maybe he had more than one Island he worked on. But that was where know. he grew up, not where his his big uh, laboratory was. Well, we know he does like uh, icy conditions, uh, mm-hmm. although this might not have been ice before. Which we'll talk who about really later. knows? Uh, yeah, who who the hell knows? But uh, Greg, was there anything else you want to say about that? Uh, well, just looking at the the body here, there's a couple things you can tell. Um, it appears if you look at the panel uh, down midway the page, um, it looks like this is Oda is trying to make this a, a liquid, a kind of a viscous yeah. material. Um, so it doesn't appear to be a smoke, which is interesting. So then, okay, then how can it fly like this or how can it float? Um, and what does that tell us about a form? Is this a result of an experiment or is it a devil fruit? Um, and if it's a devil fruit, uh, then is this a logia or are we looking at a paramecia that can kind of transmit uh, objects and then transmit their voice through them because that would be kind of an interesting twist on a paramecia or a Vegapunk uh, experiment just to blow everything else out of it. As we exactly, said exactly. So is it Devil Fruit or Vegapunk? I don't know. We're probably going to find out. <laughs> well, <let's hope. laughs> I'm, I'm kind of curious over here on the next page with this this bird creature. 
Well, uh, that's no, we haven't gotten there yet. I don't, I don't okay. think we've gotten there. Uh, we find out that there's G five battleship <clears throat> on shore. We're we're about to see that soon, and he mm. wants them to drive them away and use poison gas if possible to drive them away, and saying that killing naval men is only going to put them on our trail, and that's the last thing I need. So obviously, these are not pro government people. Um, mm. th- these this group, uh, but now Ed. Uh, what did you want to ask about? I was just curious about what the CC on her uh, Denden Mushi means. I just don't know. What, but before that, do you mind if I, I look at her shirt? Yeah, go and ahead. And it's just, you know, just like little nerdy me being whatever. Um, yeah, I think it says Harpy, right? Harpy yeah. or does it say happy? Um, because in Japanese, if you elongate it, hoppy sounds exactly like the pronunciation for harpy. So oh, Interesting. <laughs> what is that even supposed to mean, harpy? In this case, that's harpy. What she is. She's a harpy, yeah. Oh, you see, I don't know. It's from Greek mythology, Zach. I'm not a Greek mythology person. I was when I was like ten. <laughs> well, that's why we have you here, Ed. I, I like that she's things. got. The, I like that she's got the world's tiniest Dendin Mushi. That's true. Yes. I think yes. she might be huge. I think that might be the thing. <laughs> oh, okay. She might be. Uh, I think, and also, it's hard um, to tell. Creepy looking. Too. We're looking at. Uh, at the result of a devil fruit, which does not seem to be the the case, as we're going to find out later in the chapter, but that would make her the last flying devil fruit ability. But I do not think that's the case. And as for CC, um, I'm wondering if it stands for Chimera Cap- Capsule Club. Corp. Sorry, keep Capsule Corp. Zach. Sorry. <laughs> for Chimera Club, considering what we've seen on this island, except for the dragon and the giants, are chimeras. That's true. Well. I just turned this into Full Metal Alchemist. I was going to say. Where's Dr. Tucker? Ah, God, no. Please, never again. Uh, So he says, so whoever's on this Denden Mushi uh, is talking with uh, this, what is it called, Harpy? Uh, Yeah. I apologize for my lack of Greek mythology intellect. (laughs) Uh, So she's saying, do you see them? And they reply, I'm about to take them all down, four intruders and all. We assume it's about, it's the people we're about to see, the main characters here. Uh, and we head to the burning side of Punk Hazard, uh, where we have Zoro, Usopp, and Robin talking. Uh, and Usopp saying, uh, you're all alone. And, and when you woke up... Oh, so he's talking with Brooke on the Denton Mushi, which is hilarious on several levels because it's Brooke, mostly. Saying, you were all alone and you woke up in a land of snow and ice. And Brooke laughs and says, yeah, it was it was the... Sh- I have to... I'm going to do a Stevens... Uh, thing here it was quite the shock chilling bone i'm not even quite sure what that one means i have to ask steven about that later <laughs> uh, i'm gonna go with bone chilling shock and just edit it wrong. oh then he says bone shocking chill no bill or, shoning shock i don't even know what that means <laughs> whatever <clears throat> i wish uh, i had Japanese no, right. yeah but um yeah what's his face is still farting through the uh the dead mushi there and uh, Usopp was asking about who was trying Brooke, to steal Brooke cargo. Is, Brooke is farting through the Zendan machine. Oh, oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> it's Brooke and he has no shame farting. Because we need more characters farting on this show. <laughs> uh, so there was gas fire. How could he even really fart, guys? Let's think about it, but let's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, oops. That's yeah. all we need to know. <laughs> that's true. Um, did mermaids poop too? Did we get a confirmation on that? I don't. Okay. Did anyone tell him? I can't remember. Kami, Kami, I think started to say yes, and Sanji interrupted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Well, what doesn't poop? Shut up. 
everybody poops. Everybody, says everybody so in the book. poops. There's a book about it. That's, Ed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're um, remembering what happened. Uh, let's see. The, you know, and no, no, no notes left behind. So they may have taken the four off the ship somewhere. Um, <laughs> they they realize it. No one took Brooke because he's just a skeleton. That's what he looks like when he's when he's uh, sleeping. So. I like, that Brooke, Brooke, I like that Brooke's getting the chopper treatment of being uh, overlooked in this chapter. <laughs> like most, most people are like, oh, screw it, it's just a raccoon. Or like, it's their pet. Now they're like, oh, it's just their skeleton. <laughs> it's just their skeleton they have dressed in finery. Yeah. With an afro. With an afro. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, everyone has an afro skeleton. In yeah, back. it's a pirate thing. <laughs> My trunk has a skeleton in the back. No one questions that. Um, Ed, and, uh, they, they ask about the... Uh, Buildings and says, bro, yes, rather spectacular buildings like restaurants and stuff. And they're, uh, they say that they're, they're going over to meet with no, Brooke. None, none look like restaurants, alas. Oh, okay. You're, yeah. You need to learn how to read it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Zoro's wondering if it's the government that they're up against, but Usopp's uh, <laughs> wish, like, I just wish they were men. It's a fire breathing dragon, the half man, half a bird. As woman. long as they're people, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Luffy's new best friend, the centaur. <laughs> And we cut over to Luffy kicking the centaur in the head. No explanation needed. Uh, Is it still a centaur when it's a jaguar? The jaguar. Jaguar. Thank you, Matt. I think we should. That'll be the title of the episode. That will be the title of the episode. The jaguar. So he kicks the jaguar in the head, uh, who says, How careless of. uh, Oh, so. Yeah, he says, How careless of me. I thought you were one of us because Luffy still has the farting legs behind him uh which the the joke actually became a plot device uh funny enough there um and and luffy says who says i'm not i thought we were friends but then you attacked me (laughs) presumably with the what is that just a club um and then robin takes out a very cool crazy move as uh another what is this a a giraffe toir uh got oda is obsessed with giraffes can i say this Think about this. We've got a leopard and a giraffe. Where have we seen this before? CP9? CP9. What do you think? Do you think their abilities, this is a result of, again, Vegapunk? Can someone someone make a devil fruit? Vegapunk confirmation, yeah. You think Vegapunk can make a devil fruit? And this is the byproduct? I'm wondering if if in the past couple years of advancements— Devil fruit powers have been able to be transferred. Now we know that only one person at a time can hold their the full power. Mm. But what if you can take bits of that and transfer it? That's a really good point. What was the first uh, centaur we see? Didn't we see one other one, or are these the only two? I don't remember. Maybe these these might be the only two. I might be making that up. <clears throat> but we got a giraffe, which Oda is obsessed with giraffes. I think we can admit that. Uh, because we also had the giant giraffe fish thing on uh, yeah. Fishman Island, which was cool as which shit. Which was awesome, though, yeah. It looked angry <laughs> as hell. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, that anyway. was Hody's, right? Yeah. Yeah, one of Hody's. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, one of the he, he rode that one, yeah. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's the one he rode. Uh, so even is like a leopard and a giraffe, and, and Luffy's like, these are cool. They're different types of centaur. Uh, are they supposed to be horses, though? Uh, which is a very good point. I, I don't know. That's a really good theory, Greg. I never heard of that. Um, oh, and Usopp points out, why is there a CC on the transponder sale? What is this baby transponder sale? So obviously these, uh, these guys uh, are related to the winged uh, harpy. 
I'm learning things today. Uh, and Usopp says, "Well, there's no point in crossing the sea of fire again since Sunny won't be there. So uh, why don't we go? Why don't we go to the ice side?" Ed? Yeah, already. So uh, Robin's talking. <laughs> Robin's having more of her morbid thoughts that she always just has. <laughs> oh, it's, you know, hopefully they haven't been executed by firing squad. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's, le- that's legal in the United States. Um, in certain states, ahead. Utah mostly. To well, execute it's... giraffes and to execute jaguars by firing squad. <laughs> that better be legal. <laughs> it's the only real way to execute jaguar. Jag... <laughs> jaguars, yes, but especially jaguars. <laughs> especially jaguars, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it would have been it would have been quicker to get off on the other side of the island, but then we would have never gotten to meet, like eat the dragon or and met this guy. Yeah, good point. Uh, and he he names his back legs. Uh, what is Ashimaru? It's uh, uh, I think it means it's leg something. Well, Greg, leg Maru. Uh, Ash- Ashimaru is it Maru or Maro? Sorry, Maro. It says Maro with an O. That's how Stephen did it. Ashimaru. Um. Yeah. Okay. It's it's basically I don't know. I'd have to look at the Japanese, but Maro can can be just an, an ending. But I, I do have to look at the uh, the actual name itself. I apologize for that. I don't right. have that in front of me. Um, so, yeah, yeah <laughs> Usopp's like, yeah, well, we're going to go rescue our crew in the land of ice. And uh, Robin wants to buy a winter coat. So th- there's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the whole thing is that they're going to freeze to get to death. And where the hell are they going to get a winter coat? Yeah. They keep thinking there's restaurants and stores. Yeah, and- I don't know where the hell they think they are. <laughs> They're not. They're not in Glover. What was it? Uh, Fisherly Hills or whatever. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, Beverly Gills. Beverly Gills. That's Beverly what we want to call it. Yeah. We call it. Uh, off to Punk Hazard's northwest coast and a marine ship, and we come up to Vice Admiral Smoker now, formerly yeah. Rear Admiral Smoker, formerly Commodore, Commodore Smoker, formerly Captain, Captain Smoker. Yeah, Captain Smoker. You had to go through all of them. He's he's ascended a lot in the last two and something years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. The gas is everywhere. So they think that the gas is from Vegapunk's chemical weapons experiment four years ago. But so we, two years. But before. we now know that that's not the case. Two years before the uh, be- events of the story began, it, it rendered the whole island uninhabitable. And uh, he doesn't see Luffy's ship anywhere because uh, I guess he was tracking Luffy here. Yeah. And um, so two years ago, it's just a barren island, no fire, no ice, and uh, and the area wasn't toxic. But and that's why uh, Akainu and Aokichi. It, yeah chose Punk Hazard to be their dueling ground. So, so Greg, that, you were right. Yeah, that theory came, um, came back. Yay. <laughs> Battle Fury stuff changed the entire climate of the island. My yeah. God. What a cool... One I love fire, one fire. ice, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, there, there were a lot of Japanese readers who were against this because when you go back to Aokiji's, um, or Kuzan's original debut, uh, he said that when he did uh, Ice Age, he said it'll last a week in, in the ocean. Uh, so a lot of people are like, no, there's no way that can happen. Uh, but uh, many people also offered as a contrast, well, what if this is a result of ice time capsule or more powerful attacks that we, we haven't seen yet? Because let's face it, he was fighting Akainu, um, and that guy's fucking crazy. So <laughs> <laughs> He is fucking crazy. Uh, I also like – I didn't know Akainu could make volcanoes, like could actually make them come up from the ground because that's what it looks like. I don't know if he uses his magma to drive into the ground and, like, tap into the Earth's core and shit. Yeah, I don't know. That is nuts. I don't know yeah. about you. It's crazy. Uh, so I want to see that fight. Uh, let's go around. What, what were your thoughts of the chapter this week? Uh, Matt, I'll go, when we start? I'll, I'll go. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah. Matt, yeah. 
I dug it. I like. I like. Uh, I've been liking the arc a lot so far. I like any time where there's creatures and shit. Uh, so this CC thing, whatever, whether it be the Chimera Club or whatever, is interesting to me. Um, no, I enjoyed it. I like the samurai head. I like that they split up the party again, so we get we're getting both sides of the island at the same time, basically. Uh, good. I'm excited. Good stuff. Right on, Greg. I I just I. I... I haven't been on it in a in a, a you know a chapter recap in a long time, but um, just one piece to me at least is is back. Um, you know, Fishman Island left as as cool as some of the parts were, and as and as well as the story was put together, at least from a, a overall perspective. Technically, um, this is what One Piece is all about. Oh, thank you. Can we talk about that? I was yeah. so bored. I was so bored by Fishman. Like, the last yeah. Yeah. six issues have been like, oh, okay, we're back to One Piece. Awesome. It's funny. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I, yeah. Fishman, uh, I mean, it grew on me after a while, but well, not my favorite arc. No. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree this, with that. This, since, this is ba- everything that we've seen thus far in the arc feels like everything that One Piece was before uh, the crew split up, and then some. I think this is. I think this is not just quintessential One Piece, but I think this is like stepping up One Piece's game. It's been great uh, so I, far. I don't entirely agree with that, only because I've been able to pick out a lot of things and say, like, I think this is going to happen. I think this is person is this, etc. Well, you're et also Greg, which you sometimes have to take into <laughs> Greg. Account. You went on, uh, on Japanese television. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What happened? Well, Greg's gonna go through this later, but you could give us a you could give us a quick summary. Give of us what a you teaser, did. yeah. Give us a teaser. Yeah, um, I I've w- did, I just completed this past week a um, a One Piece trivia battle on on Japanese TV, <laughs> and uh, it, it'll be on air uh, April fifteenth. That's awesome. Against all Japanese dudes. Yes. Against yep. the editors of the, the series. The, yeah, the former. Okay, the there former it is. Assistants, oh, wow. or the assistants or the editors. The editors of the editor. against the former editors of, of Oda. I'm talking yep. you up here, Greg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think you need to. He tracked the moon on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> You're never gonna love that time, Greg. That's awesome. In a good I way. Thought, I thought I was cool because I had a chopper T-shirt. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are cool because you have For a chopper four, T-shirt. Four you are. You are. Thank you. Come on. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, no, but I, this chapter was, I look how long we've been going through it. It's, it's a really dense one. I, this was a really good one. Uh, we got smoker, we got different types of centaurs. We got jaguars. Uh, <laughs> we got whatever the hell a giraffe tour is. Um, we had other, we had giant babies and weird smoke liquid monsters. I mean, come on, this is one piece. This is crazy. I like it. Plus I, humor. Yeah. <laughs> always, if that wasn't humorous for you, we also yeah. have that. Um, okay, so uh, yeah. Matt, thanks for coming on the show today, too. Thank you guys for letting me have someone to talk to One Piece about. <laughs> yeah, do, feel do free you have, to. Uh, do you have anything that's going on that uh, that you want to talk about, or yeah, just the general stuff? You guys want to check me out? Um, my podcasts are Bagged and Boarded and Smidnight. They're at iTunes and Smodcast.com. You just type in my name, Matt Cohen. Uh, my website, cameltoadproductions.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at cameltoad, C-A-M-E-L-T-O-A-D. And also, I'm working with Machinima right now, and I'm doing content for YouTube, and that's at uh, Camel Toad Productions. And 
I collect One Piece toys, so send them to me for free. If you want <laughs> Why did I ever think of asking people to do that for me? Oh, if you guys want to do that, I would be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're in New York next time, uh, I know, well, there's a lot of good places here. I don't even have to. I mean, yeah, there. no, I, I know. I'm from New York originally. Now I'm out here. We have a bunch too. I, I'm in uh, Little Tokyo twice a week. No, there you right. go. Oh, they nice. know. They know me. They know. In me. L.A. Yeah, in L.A. there's a um, place called Anime Jungle. A quick shout out. Oh, yeah, I've been there once. An insane amount of One Piece stuff. So I basically just go there whenever they have something new out. (laughs) My my Chopper Man plush doll is being ready to be picked up today. Well, I I don't know if you've been to the Kino Kaneo around there, too, but they have. I have, yeah. Yeah, no, totally. That's like a block away. They've got great stuff, too. Yeah, and there's one here, I'm sure you know. Um, Yeah, but the the ultimate trip is one day I will head over to. uh, Japan, but my, my main problem is this. I'm a massive pothead, and they don't like that over there, so. As long as you haven't been arrested, shouldn't be, shouldn't be We'll see how that rolls. No, I meant the ability to, like, look, if I'm oh, going to. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. If I'm going to, if I'm going to Puro Land, I'm going to need to be a little stoned, all right? And I'm going to Puro Land. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Uh, we should definitely have a whole talk on the philosophy of weed in One Piece one day. Um, <laughs> and sure... me back. Oh, my God. I know, Ed, you could lead that discussion. Uh... Just because I used to work for normal. Yeah. Oh, did anyway. you? Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, See, I, that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, that's a. I'll take a look. Have you guys spoken to Oda? Oh, we wish. We wish. That's, um, that, that's the pipe dream, right? Greg's gotten close. Uh, um. Well, listen to the podcast. I guess oh, today. Shit, oh shit, guys! Oh shit, it's down. Okay. Um. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that they was. They didn't even <laughs> ask me to do that. I set that up for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so right. Matt, you're welcome back whenever you want. Uh, to, I appreciate to... it, fellas. I'll definitely, you'll definitely uh, have to keep me away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll we'll put the fence up. No, you're you're free, you're really welcome whenever you want. I appreciate it, guys. All right, thanks, Matt. Thanks for coming. Take care. Up. Bye. This is Greg No Go Guy, and we have a lot of really special stuff for you, as Greg has been hinting for this entire episode. Um, Greg, why don't you start us out with the big pieces of news and what you've been up to uh, in general? Wow. Yeah. Well, well, let's okay. I guess let's start with what I've been up to. That's probably the narrower question. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, the <laughs> long story short, um, too late. No. Um, Everybody like Clue? You should go see Clue. Watch it. It's an awesome movie. Um, oh, wow. It's It's been a, a hell of a, a hell of a two months here, um, and I haven't been able to talk about a lot of it um, because I've legally – my hands have been tied. But um, basically uh, I have <laughs> – I applied for a One Piece trivia battle. Uh, on Japanese television, and it's a, a pretty well-known program, and they pit hardcore fans against industry experts. And uh, it's only the third time they've actually done this on this particular program. And the program slot is uh, Sunday nights at 7 p.m. on Fuji TV, and it runs for an hour, which means that this program runs in One Piece's old-time slot. And Golden Time, which is the highest, one of the highest rated uh, hours of of Japanese television. Uh, And on Sunday nights, it's one of the highest for the entire week. So, um... Isn't that when when Sazai-san is on, too, around that time? Sazai-san is, I think, on at, like, 6 or 6.30. 
so it, it's right before that. So I think it, it's it picks up after Sazai Sun. Yeah. Um, so I applied for this, and I'll give the whole story some other time. It, it's pretty dramatic, actually, but uh, for now, I was selected, and uh, out of well, first I guess you know they had applicants from all over the country, and they whittled that down to 44 for a uh, audition. I went to the audition and I passed and they selected three of us out of the 44 to be on this uh, televised uh, trivia competition. And uh, the, our opponents are Oda's editors past and present. Uh, there was of his seven one piece editors. Only one of them was not present. So it's three versus six, uh, which are pretty crazy odds but um yep so we we that's what we went up against and uh i guess you know i'll I'll talk more about the that entire experience but uh, for right now i think what everybody wants to hear about is the one piece exhibition and that is the location where uh we had our battle at the 52nd floor at the uh, mori museum or mori uh i guess art museum at uh, the Roppongi Hills Center uh, Complex in uh, Roppongi, Tokyo. And it was crazy. It was a crazy night. It was a crazy battle. Uh, I will not tell you the results. Uh, I hope everybody can kind of look forward to that. If you if you don't live in Japan, then uh, there are some methods. I believe Keyhole TV is a method that I think you can actually watch that live uh, on your, your computer. But uh, but I hope everyone uh, does look forward to it because it's it's a lot of fun, very intense, and very educational. Uh, wow. So so yeah, that happened. Um, <laughs> and after the battle, we were taken through the the exhibit itself, and I didn't know that was going to happen. You know, they said kind of you know it's going to be very late. We actually did this at about two o'clock, you know, three o'clock in the morning, and. Um, uh, they actually took us through with the curator and the the uh, the the owner of the uh, the exhibit hall, and they gave us the the first semi-public tour. I believe there was one other trial tour that they did with the members of SMAP. I learned uh, later that um, Kimura Takia of SMAP and uh, even Oda himself were were at the hall moments before we were. Um, so wow, uh, how's that for for a um, a near miss, but, um, uh, so they took us through the hall and the, the first room that you, you enter is there's a giant, um, sunny mast and it, it turns different colors. I guess people can pose in front of it, take pictures. Uh, and then the, the first room that you walk into after that is, and, and the first, technically the first room of, of exhibit material is a wanted poster room. And uh, it has all sorts of, of wanted posters, ones that we know, ones that we don't know as well. Uh, it also is interesting in that it has uh, English spellings for some of the characters that we haven't seen them yet. Uh, I asked them specifically, you know, are these confirmed English spellings? And uh, they said, well, we've we've passed them by Oda and we've evidently I think what happened was they created the English spellings based on. English materials and talking to Oda. Oda did not write them. All right. So Oda, it, it, it stands that Oda may change some of these spellings if he so desires someday. All right. Uh, 
and certainly the the pictures all right they are not original pictures so for instance you see big mom all right big mom is there uh it's it's her picture from the comic book all right obviously that's not going to be her wanted poster uh as for characters that do have established wanted posters yes it it, it does cover them uh, it does show them uh, uh the the quote-unquote canon uh pictures uh, one that, that comes to mind right now is uh, Sarkis, uh, Big Knife Sarkis, Bellamy's subordinate. Uh, his name spelling was S-A-R-K-I-E-S, so Sarkis. Um, so no more uh, S-A-R-Q-U-I-S uh, or S-S, whatever it was. Um, so Sarkis seems to be what it is right now. And again, uh, that's subject to change, but like all data books, um, it's the closest thing we have to canon right now. So you're asking yourself at this point, well, that's wonderful, Greg, but but what is the original you know information here? Well, the big thing is uh, Ace's bounty, and Ace's bounty is 550 million belly, and that is a a big big revelation. Um, it tells us a lot of things uh, about uh, about bounties in general, what we can expect from here on out. Uh, it speaks volumes for Ace because, you know, previously bounties, you know, went up, went up. We know that the Luffy had the previously highest in, in um, East Blue when he left there. You know, he had uh, $30 million and, and that was a, a big deal at the time. Uh, and, you know, it goes up, goes up to $100 million and such. Um, and then $300 million, now $400 million. However, do keep in mind that Jinbei mentioned that once bounties hit 300 million, it's extremely difficult for them to get any higher. All right, you have to be a really, really tough badass for well, for. Well, Greg, um, Yo. the the best theory I saw concerning that um, was concerning the lineage of Ace, and I think that really explains that number the best to me because ah, you can't but, you can't just explain bounties though uh, necessarily by strength. I mean, you have Robin as a really good example. Right, and right. She started out at around 80. Now, now do do keep in mind. Um, that, and what, what was I going to say, man, I'm, I'm just thinking about a lot of stuff. I apologize. Um, yeah. Ah, his lineage was not known. Well, but, but the, but the government making the poster now, may have known. Now, now, and, and they, they, obviously see if, if they revealed that, I don't think the, the bounty has anything to do with his lineage because if it did, it would be off the chart. He would, he would be the, the number one most wanted person in the world. Um, given, given that, that bloodline. Um, so that's why I don't think that that has anything to do, to do with it in particular. Uh, thinking back to his first revelation, I mean, you know, a lot of people, um, there was a poster actually who said, well, you know, I don't know why people give, give Ace a lot of credit or think he's, he's that wonderful or anything. Um, I'm actually, I agree with that. I'm not the, the biggest Ace fan in the world. Um, but if you go back to his original debut, he took out five ships, and granted they weren't marine ships, but he took out five ships without breaking a sweat. Um, I mean, he just – and they were gone. Um, that's impressive. So, so Ace, I mean, you know, as, as much as you want to say, uh, you know, he, he, was, he was badass, he wasn't badass, he wasn't powerful, whatever. Uh, bounties are, 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 you know, they're, they're a number of things. Um, but we, what we do have now is a figure that shows what – Whitebeard's crew material is worth, uh, and obviously someone that was very high up in the crew. Now, again, again, you have to know that the the uh, the bounties or the the crews, the sixteen uh, 
what are they called? The commanders. They, they aren't in any particular order. All right. So that, that is important as well. Um, so being number two does not necessarily mean that he was the second strongest commander. Um, but it does give you a kind of mark and it shows us how much Luffy has progressed as well. If we, if we take it purely from the strength aspect and, and we kind of measure that against it, uh, the, the discussion that it, 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 it brings forth is just incredible. And I've already seen it spread up. I mean, what is it? Our <laughs> Raftel forums are, uh, the, the full story revelation got something like 6,000 views within 24 hours, which is unbelievable. So, um, please, please discuss this, um, especially for Saba, what this could mean for Saba when you, when you pair that with some information, it, it's really cool. Now, how this came about, there is a backstory to this. And, um, we entered the room and the, the curator basically said, you know, can you, can you maniacs, can you, uh, can you find, something original. There's a spoiler in this room. And he said, spoiler, he said, but you know what? He said, it's, it was intended to be revealed here. And we said, Oh, all right. Okay. And we looked around, we looked around and believe it or not of the three of us, none of us spotted Ace's bounty. But what we did notice before that was the fact that somebody's bounty has been canceled. Buggy's bounty has been canceled. And the only way you cancel bounties are if you're either confirmed dead or caught or what's the other option, folks? Am I the one doing this? Warlord? <laughs> Warlord. All right. So that's that's basically our our final confirmation from Oda that Buggy is indeed a Shichibukai. Uh, so that was... Uh, I haven't seen that information revealed anywhere else yet uh, online, so that is an exclusive. We just uh, – I hope you're – if you're listening, you're, you're excited about this and about what the prospects it holds. Now, now Greg, I don't want to yep. be the Debbie Downer here, um, but I just – I need to put in a bit of skepticism. I hope you could rebut this question quickly. But could that have been canceled because he was an impel down? Is this do – you, do you think it's potentially an outdated bounty? No. I do not think it is, given that we have characters such as Big Mom uh, and such. Okay. Yeah, now, and if, if, well, I, I thought I'd at least float well, that out there. Yeah. I, I think it's, on it's Ace's point, poster, yeah. it also said deceased. Yeah, it does oh, it say. It? It, okay. Yeah, yeah. So these these are up to date as as they can be. Okay. Great. Uh, and just to to point this out, the curator again said, "Wow," he said, "I did not expect you guys to notice that." said yes uh bucky's bounty has been canceled so there it is that's that's basically what it is um and now going back to ace you know he said now now can you find the other thing because he he didn't expect us to find that uh he said can you find the other change and honestly we didn't we, we totally went by ace and i think it's because many of the bounties that are there um, any of the bounties that haven't been revealed in the comic book are either covered up or torn away or something like that and i think we some of us just saw Ace and, and automatically assumed it wasn't there <laughs> because we're so used to seeing that. Uh, and he said, here it is. He said, Ace's bounty. And we were like, whoa, but wait a minute. Is that official? And he said, yes, this is official and it's from Oda. Uh, Oda originally intended to uh, reveal this bounty or not, not Oda. They are, uh, I guess, uh, Isaka, the editor, originally intended to reveal this in uh, Blue Deep. However, Oda put the stop on it. 
and Oda wanted to give some additional cool features to the to the um, to the exhibition to to kind of excite uh, some of the uh, the exhi- exhibition goers, and um, so he said, I-, "I want this on display, revealed at the exhibition." So uh, that re- is a result of uh, of Oda coming in and saying, "Hey, look, I want to reveal Ace's bounty here." So it's not technically a spoiler. Um, that's that was Oda's intention. Uh, to reveal the bounty in that way. All right, so, woo, after that, um, you walk through, uh, I believe, I was kind of in a daze at that point, but I believe you walk through a, a thriller park and there are some hollows um, along the walls and you walk into the dining room at thriller park and it seemed kind of just random there. I don't know if there's something special that it can do or if they have some special setups or, or projector displays, but it's kind of a very cool, dark, neon uh, look at the room and it's, it's been reconstructed in, in pretty good detail. Um, you've even got Buchuk and stuff. Um, the little pig guy on the wall. Um, I think he was one of the, uh, the leaders of the, uh, the big goody zombies, the surprise zombies. And as you walk out, then there's a, a big boa Hancock on your left. And it's one of the, it's like a 3d art thing. If you stand it, it's, she's doing, I think, what is it? Meadow, meadow, middle or something like that and where she shoots the hearts out and there are hearts designed coming out of her from a circular fashion uh and they're staggered actually you know if you look at them from the side they're all staggered but if you look at them from a certain position straight on all of them line up perfectly uh and it creates a kind of cool effect uh then continuing beyond her there's a um neon bar I, uh, Grandma Nyon, I don't know what they call her in the English version officially, the the little squat Amazon lady. And uh, she's got her little crystal ball, and it even has uh, written inside. I, I forget what was what was written inside in, in English, but um, what is it like? Basically, she writes whatever she wants it to say in, in um, for, for the revelation of someone's future. And uh, that they even went to the detail of, of writing that in there. Uh, after that, you go to Impel Down, and you go to a, a control room, and you see basically different rooms of Impel Down. Uh, unfortunately, this was kind of the the lamest thing that was there because they went into extreme detail creating it, but all that was on display were really manga manga panels that we've seen before. So it just looked like a really kind of expensive prop, and uh, it wasn't that cool. So you walk around. And then on the back side, they did a perfect, rec- almost perfect recreation of Ace when we first see him captured uh, in Impel Down Level 6. Uh, the one detail that they did not have set up exactly as the, the panel where he's revealed is that his head is raised slightly uh, so that you can, you can see his face. Uh, when he was originally revealed, and his head was down. Uh, but they've made it such that you can you can see his face. Otherwise, uh, it's a completely original uh, replica. It's not the same one that was at the um, the log tour or whatever it was, the memorial log. Yeah, the memorial log tour that kind of went around Japan. It's not the same one. Uh, the attention to detail on the muscles are, is, is really remarkable. Um, and they even have ropes hanging from the ceiling exactly as they were in the in the manga panel. So it's uh, it's it's a very well done. Uh, replica after we walked out one of the uh one of my teammates looked up and he saw something in the, in a corner a very dark corner and he said whoa it's 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 a visual dendamushi or it's a one of the the uh, monitor dendamushis and he said yes he said there are actually 
three hidden Denden Mushis in the impelled down part of the exhibit. Um, so I guess kind of like the hidden Mickeys at Tokyo Disneyland, uh, you can enjoy looking for them. Then there was even uh, on the on the wall next to us, uh, if you look in the wall, there's little slots and you can see level 5.5. And there's even a little Emporio Ivankov that, that goes spinning around on a track. And, it, and it's it's used as you watch scenes of, um, of uh, Newcomer Land. Uh, then you walk through to what I believe was an original art section and it has a lot of the, uh, original artwork and, oh my God, how did I forget this? I'm going to have to go back at, just to re- retrace my steps. But, uh, one of the, f- the first rooms that you go in, I, and I, I can't believe I forgot this. It was such a huge part of it, but is the original movie. Now we've been going, when you listen to, when if you've been listening to uh, to some of my posts in uh, – god damn. I'm so excited I can't talk straight. This was so cool. Um, if you've been reading some of my posts, one of the things that Oda has been saying has uh, – it was um, if you if you go to the exhibit, you're going to see some of my artwork and it's going to actually move before your eyes. And we learned what that meant. And uh, there's a movie that runs that – Man, if, if you any of you guys can make it to Japan to see this, it's worth it just to see this movie because it won't be able to be replicated anywhere else. It's an experience that will only be available there, and it's unbelievable. Um, this is the, the movie that the um, – I believe his name is uh, Nakata Yasta. Um, he was the former uh, producer – or may, maybe not former, I'm not sure, but, but he worked with uh, Perfume. And uh, Perfume is a, a kind of techno-poppy kind of, of group in Japan. Um, and uh, Oda met this fellow at a at the wedding of a mutual friend. And, uh, you know, they got to talking and he got to know his work. And um, he became a, a huge fan of Perfume. And um, he asked uh, this fellow to, to compose the music for this special movie using his artwork. And... It is an incredible experience. It's the, the sound is amazing. The sights are amazing. And they display it so that there are, are certain sections of this huge screen on this room that are staggered. They come up out of the wall. And it appears as if it's 3D, but without 3D glasses uh, because of how they, they project it. And, and I've never seen anything done quite like this before, even at like Disneyland, you know, places that spend, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars on, on, on shows uh, for, to create original effects. I've never seen anything like this. And it opens up before your eyes and it takes you through the story of One Piece and you voyage. You, you are literally on, on deck of Mary and then Sonny and you go with Luffy and the crew through the story uh, using all all original artwork from the series. Uh, and it takes you through and it zooms in and out with well, well, this incredible music. I think it's called Panoramic Scene or Panoramic Experience. Something like that is the name of the song. I, I'm sure it's going to be available on iTunes. And um, it just, it, it my, my mouth was just open the entire time. There was a TV crew filming at the time. And I don't know if there, if it's ever going to make any of the cut into the, into the final show, but I mean, just my mouth was agape the entire time. It was unbelievable. And I, I, words cannot describe it. You have to see it and hear it for yourself. Um, but it was, it was very emotional experience. So, right. Returning to the original artwork, uh, 
we didn't have a lot of time because by that point it was now like 4.30 in the morning. Um, so the curator was kind of like, all right, guys, we, we do want you to see this, but we also want you to hurry up. So we, I didn't have a lot of time to, to look in detail at, at the original uh, black and white uh, manga artwork, uh, but it was very impressive. And it basically takes you through uh, Marine Ford. And um, it, it, it comes down where it, it hits you like one picture at first and then two, three, four. And it, finally the walls are covered uh, and then it works down again to the as it, it it goes to the end of the war and finally uh it it works its way down into very small pieces of artwork until the very last is a um the the scene of uh the vibricard uh aces vibricard uh burning up and that obviously is supposed to remind you of, of the war and what happened and, uh, you know, the very, very sad consequences of that, whether you like Ace or not. It's very sad for Luffy. And uh, it brings you into another room for the second movie. And the second movie is why Oda was making comments and jump about, you know, please go see the, the expo, but be sure to bring some tissues. Uh, it through using the same it's, it's not quite as visually and orally um, impressive as, as the, the first movie, um, but using the same techniques, uh, it, it shows us his, it moves his artwork and it, uh, it shows us the events of, of, or the results rather of, of Marine Ford. Uh, and it goes through the Nakama and, you know, the, the crew members and how they've, um, uh, their own histories and how they're related to Luffy and, and how they want to, to stand up for Luffy. And, uh, it goes through their, their events, uh, of the two years, you know, and how they say, all right, three, three D two Y. All right, we're going to, we're going to do this. Uh, we're going to stand up for you, Luffy. And, uh, it's, it starts out very sad and, uh, it, it ends up very, very positive and, and, uh, very, very, again, a very emotional scene. I, I was fine through it because I was just in awe of, of everything. Um, but, but the uh, one of my uh, my female teammates, she was just bawling through the whole thing, and I don't blame her because uh, it was it was really impressive. If, if I had gone under any other circumstances, I probably would have been, uh, you know, crying as well. But uh, it was really impressive and and inspirational as well. So as that ends, uh, you're taken out into what I think a lot of people have seen on uh, the Fuji TV uh, parts that that have featured it and talked about it. And um, oh no, I'm sorry. No, 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 that's right, that's right, yeah, yeah. So, um, and that is the the, the bubbles, the shabon bubbles the um, that, that are moving, and you can kind of, like, hit them yourself or flick them around, and, you know, it's the crew in bubbles, uh, and it's a, a motion sensor projector. You might have seen them at malls and things. So, like, you can actually touch the screen where it's being projected and move them around. Uh, that was kind of cool. At, at one point, even uh, Megalo comes out and he's huge on the screen and he turns toward, towards the, uh, the onlookers and he opens his mouth and there's Shirohoshi peeking out of his mouth. And from that room, it connects to a back room where the cover of volume 61 has been perfectly replicated. Uh, I believe the heights of the crew are all uh, set as, as they actually are post uh, time skip. And, uh, even the drinks, in other words, you know, people are holding some some alcohol in their hands and things, right? Even the drinks have have labels that are not based on, but are actually replicas and perfect replicas of of what were uh, on their hands. For instance, 
now you know I, I couldn't read it previously, but but now having having seen it, I now know that <laughs> what was in Robin's hand was a drink called Kadua. All right. Obviously, if you if you pull out volume 61 and check it out and you look at you, oh, my gosh, that's right. It's it actually you, you cannot read all of Kadua, but it does. You can see that I believe like a K.A. and it does look like a Kalua based label. So it's based on Kalua. Also, uh, a type of, I believe, uh, wine was in uh, somebody else's hands. And uh, yeah, that is perfectly replicated as well. And there's something I'm going to be a little bit cruel here. Um, there's something they allowed us to see as that's that has been replicated or not or not replicated, rather, that has been added to to the scene that is not viewable. You cannot see it from any normal viewing position. It's something that you can only see if you go up onto the stage and walk among the characters, which I did. Uh, they allowed us to, uh, for, for the, basically, you know, because, you know, you guys, you get, you're getting a little bit of special treatment. It was, it was really kind of cool. Um, and they showed us something, an aspect of the figures that is hidden from the public. And I'm going to be a little bit cruel. I'm going to hold on to that little bit of information because it's kind of special. Um, but if if the information does get out there, if we see it on uh, two channel or something like that, uh, then I will I will bring it out. But um, uh, I'm it's it's pretty cool. It's a really really nice bit of of one piece trivia. And they they did specifically ask us not to tell anyone. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, it's it's really neat. I know I'm being a, a little bit of a cock tease here, but uh, just just give me this this little piece of uh, of happiness, please. Um, but uh, it's 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 kind of neat to know something like that. It's like the like I said, the hidden little things they have at Disneyland. Uh, there's something on them that uh, that Oda asked for specifically. And that brings us into the final room, and the final room is just a vomit of color work from from Oda's spreads and it's amazing that we had no time to look through it um but it was incredibly cool they're all over in the center of the room you've got Oda a replica of Oda's desk with all sorts of knickknacks and uh in the back of the room there's a video playing that they said is was revealed for the first time in Japan uh that means it was on display somewhere else is anybody aware of this where this video is played else somewhere else in the world um, but it's basically Oda going through uh, the process of drawing, and he talks about you know what what he likes to detail or, or um, uh, specifically w what he intends to do when he draws any picture, uh, and certainly colors a picture because it is a he ends up doing a, a color picture, and he basically he takes you through the entire process, and then the finished product. The real finished product is actually there by the uh, by the video display, and it was kind of cool because they even translated it in English. So if you're a foreigner and you're going and you do understand English, you can totally understand what Otis saying. And it's I think for many people that will be a, a pretty surreal experience because uh, I've experienced it many times live, um, but I don't think many people have actually had that pleasure. Um, so having Oda walk you through drawing a picture now just. Turning back the wheels a little bit, um, coming back to uh, Oda's desk. Uh, in the center of the desk, there's a sketch of something. And those of you who follow us on Twitter and the Facebook, you know this already. Um, but 
I saw something there and immediately it just it clicked and I knew instantly. And the curator, you know, was was next to us and saying, all right. And so here we have Otis desk and you can see several things here that are but it was just mid sentence. I was like, that's Z, isn't it? And he was like, what? And I was like that there in the middle of the desk, that picture, that Z from the new movie, isn't it? And he was just like, wow, you hardcore fans are really something. And he was like, yes, He's like, that is the first public uh, uh, revelation of uh, un- unveiling of uh, of Z from the new movie. Uh, so those of you who know, uh, Z is the villain of the of the new film uh, that will be released in 2012 uh, winter. And uh, uh, Z is I, there, there's a picture of him up on Facebook and that, that I stole from a blog that uh, took pictures and um i was i was going to do a sketch myself but i think the picture actually probably gives you a little bit of a better idea and um you can see that z is kind of a cyborg and z has one very large arm his right arm is incredibly large uh and it's a, it's a kind of a cybernetic thing going uh he also seems to have you know it, it is a rough sketch so i can't tell it perfectly but you can also tell he, he seems to have some other kind of enhancements he looks a little bit rough uh, around the edges, but he does, the rest of his body seems basically normal. He has two normal legs, uh, a pretty normal left arm, it seems, and he does have a face, but the, no details on the face were really too evident. Um, but he also has a, a cape or a mantle, and on the back of the cape uh, is his Jolly Roger. And the Jolly Roger seems to have some very uh, long tusks or something like that. I'm, I'm not quite sure. Um, but so it, it would seem that he is currently a pirate. You know, we, I don't know what he was in the past, uh, but it seems that he's currently a pirate. And um, as the newspaper uh, originally described him, uh, he is Luffy's strongest opponent uh, to date. Uh, so and he's obviously this is set in the new world. Now, this is kind of cool because it reminds me of the movies of, of Yore of One Piece, where the films kind of took some aspects from the series at the time and did a little twist on them and, and, and use this, the characters with that uh, kind of format. So we've got Punk Hazard going on right now. It's got some uh, some technology aspects to it. It's got some weird uh, creature aspects, you know. And uh, what we're going to be seeing is, is now something that seems very similar to that in the movie as the first big battle of the new world. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And that wasn't all that was on his desk. There was one other item. Now there's actually a couple other items, but uh, the one of one of interest is uh, there were notebooks on his desk. And we've seen some of these before in interviews in in the past, I think around Skypea. Uh, He keeps notebooks for techniques and things and uh, characters. Uh, But there was one notebook hidden amongst the rest, and on it was written, The Country of Wano. All right, so Oda is already gearing up, if he hasn't long been in preparation, for dealing with uh, the Wano arc, and it looks like we are definitely heading there. Uh, I don't want to speculate too much, but I'd like to say that probably the theme for that is going to be based on uh, closure, uh, closure for a country. Uh, keeping itself sealed off from the rest of the world that parallels Japan uh, in this, their own. Greg, actually, yep. the name of yep. the country is Wano. Well, <laughs> I, I no, I'm talking follow. about Professor Clover here. 
Oh, that was a really obscure reference. Ah, uh, the, the, the giant country. That's possible. That's not a ridiculous theory if it's so I, isolated. The, the only reason I don't think so is because I have a feeling the giant country is going to be a collection of, of a landmass, a, a landmass yeah. that was broken up and destroyed and basically made the Grand Line. But but that's that is an interesting theory. Um, Wano certainly would have a history since they've closed themselves off, and it's actually really good that you brought this up. Since they've closed themselves off, and they're basically uh, they're powerful enough to fend off Marines, as as we kind of got hinted at, um, they could have some incredible history, uh, including things that that are possibly even left as the way they were. I mean, we we don't know, but um, it's it's going to be. Very impressive. I don't know how soon we're going to be there, but he definitely left it there purposely as a hint. So then uh, we basically exited the exhibit, and uh, at that point they gave us uh, these little envelopes with one piece written all over them. We were like, what's this? And they're like, these are Vivre cards, and they're Vivre cards for um, the crew members. There's, uh, you, they're completely random. You can't tell who you're going to get, uh, but each of them also has a, a serial number. And if you input that serial number onto the uh, One Piece exhibit website, uh, as of today, it opens today, uh, we're going to be able to put together, work together to make a 10,000-piece puzzle. So I think there are only probably 10,000 Vivre cards. Uh, so if you get one, it's pretty rare. Uh, definitely hold on to it. And uh, you can use it on the, the, uh, the One Piece uh, exhibit website to help create uh, a One Piece image. I don't know. I'm just going to guess. I'm going to guess it's the the image that Oda made um, for the exhibit specifically. It's a it's a very big picture. Um, I I wouldn't be I I'm going to guess. Let's see. Uh, three. No, maybe not three feet. Maybe two and a half feet tall and maybe three feet wide. So it's a pretty big picture, uh, and it's all done in color, and all of course hand drawn. Uh, so that's one of, one of his biggest pieces of artwork that, that he's done, I think yet, uh, at least original. Well, the, no, that's not entirely true. He did a, he did a, a graffiti wall at Jump Festa one year and that was probably his biggest. Um, but, but yeah, it was, as far as a, a color spread type of, of image, uh, that is his first. And, uh, so yeah, that basically wraps it up. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, uh, goods that are on sale there. Um, but, uh, but that's, that's basically the story folks. That's the one piece exhibit and it's incredible. Uh, I saw that on March oh, 15th, late night, 15th, mm. late night, 15th into the early morning, 16th. So, uh, even, even before the, the pre-show f- folks got to see that. Uh, so Greg, uh, I, I won't be here next week, but you'll be joining us and giving us, uh, Full detail of how you got on the show, basically, right? Yes. Yeah, we'll be talking a lot about that. Uh, some of the things leading up to that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe some of you might need a tissue or two, too. I mean, I don't know how, well, how, how much you either. guys get, but but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, Zach, Zach. I don't think you'll need a tissue, but um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. <laughs> so so yeah, uh, it, 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 I have a I have a confession to make to the One Piece community, and. Uh, I, I think you guys will be very surprised. So uh, you also got the opportunity, really, to be closer to Oda than ever, as you said. You were just uh, perhaps minutes away from him. Minutes, uh, yeah. 
There, there are some things that I cannot talk about uh, yet specifically, simply for, for legal reasons and just, you know, it's not cool. I mean, you know, people gave me an, an awesome opportunity. Right, right. Um, so it's it's not it, – I would be the, the biggest spoiler in the in the world if, if I was like, yeah, well, this happened and end up uh, – um, but basically my my dream came true. Um, that's that's what I all, all I can say about it. But um, yeah, um, some amazing things have happened. I have some some really cool photographs. And uh, if if uh, if you guys can check out on April fifteenth, my birthday, it's basically the the greatest birthday present <laughs> of my entire life. Um, I will be on One Piece. I will be on tel- television uh, nationwide in Japan. In One Piece's old time slot, doing One Piece trivia battle with One with One Piece's editors, and uh, we'll of course on the sixteenth, I believe, do a full uh, analysis. I don't know. We could do a recap after, of it after after the air date. I have things to share with you that you just are unbelievable. But but yeah, so April sixteenth, that, that the date has been set, Greg. As far as I'm concerned. Uh, So we'll see you uh, next week, Greg, with a lot more about uh, your crazy experiences over the last month. All righty, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. This has been episode 209 of the unofficial One Piece podcast for the week of Monday, March 19th, 2012. Packed episode today. News, anime recap, manga recap. Uh, Greg Nogo Guy. We had a very special guest. I want to thank him for coming on again. Uh, Matt Cohen from uh, the Kevin Smith Smodcast Network. Um, that was a very cool to have very enthusiastic to that was a lot of fun yes yes it was uh there were jag there were jag tars and everything (laughs) i have ed jason and steve here with me to round things off howdy hey uh we've had a lot of change in people on today so i don't want it to get too confusing ask Uh, me about the fourth amendment no really no i'm not going to ed (laughs) um no fourth amendment talk here uh, so things that are coming up, Anime Boston, Jason and Steve will be at that. That's April yep. 6th through 7th, right? Yes, and we know when the panel is for that one, uh, right? You want to you hey. tell people? Yeah, uh, we said I believe it was Friday at 9 p.m. Yeah, I believe that is correct. Uh, I think it was in panels 206. Um, uh, I don't remember. Uh, check, check your local schedule. I mean, guys, this is the thing. If you're going to Anime Boston, check the schedule. And check us out. Yeah, check us out. Come. It'll be fun. It'll be a blast. Late night panel, kind of. That's not really late. It's prime time. It's prime time panel. Yeah, prime time panel. 9 to 10? That's like late prime time. They show like Law and Order from what they used to. Um, (laughs) It'll be fun. Uh, We'll we'll also be at Anime Central in Chicago. That's also just Jason and Steve. That's April 27th and 8th. Yeah. Sure. Sounds about right. That weekend. Yes. There's, There's been no time confirmed for that one though, right? No time confirmed, but I believe we got word that we did get accepted for a panel. So, yeah, check us out. Should be fun. Uh, we'll yeah. also be at Otakon. Uh, I think all four of us will be there. That's in August, or that's in late that July. Is, yeah, it's always the last weekend of July. Yeah, so that's yeah. the last weekend of July. Usually falls around my birthday. Well, congratulations, mm. birthday guy. Um, <laughs> well, in July. Quarter century. Yeah, oh, don't get me started with that. Uh, so, yeah, if. if 
for those wondering, uh, when the Anime Fans Give Back stuff will be online, uh, that should be in the next couple weeks. I just want to reiterate that. Um, I will be taking the week off next week. It'll be uh, helm- taking the helm. Um, and maybe the week after, too. So, uh, for those What amendment are you writing about? I'm writing about the Eighth Amendment. There you go. Oh. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so don't get too uh, shocked by not hearing my annoying voice uh, for the next couple weeks. You get to hear Ed's voice. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Greg will also be back next week. He's going to go through how he got on the the, the uh, super trivia battle, or whatever they call it. Uh, Hoko Tate, by the way, that episode is going to premiere on April 15th. We'll be doing, as we said earlier, a full recap on April 16th, and there'll probably be some really cool revelations from that. Um, and mm. if you can, hunt around, try and check it out. If you're in Japan, definitely tune in. I think it's at oh, yeah. 7 p.m., Japan time um, on April 15th, so check that out. Um, prime time, golden time, whatever they call right. it there. Japan time. They call Japan it Japan time. time there. The yes. time they tell in Japan. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, they don't have daylight savings time there. Tale is old as time. Um, <laughs> glad you got that reference. Song is old as mine. Uh, Ed, how could the good people out there contact us? U-T-N-W. I was waiting for that. All right. People can contact us at onepiecepodcast.com and rofftailforums.com. Twitter.com, YouTube.com, and Facebook.com slash One Piece Podcast. One Piece Podcast at gmail.com is our email address. One Piece Podcast is our address on Skype. No spaces in that. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or call us on our phone number. Zach? That phone number is 347-497-MAJI. That number again is 347-497-6254. Call anytime. Call anytime. With your questions. (laughs) Thank <laughs> your comments, your theories. You're welcome. Uh, the reasons ha- why there are Jaguars. <laughs> uh, Ed, I don't know. Are, are you planning on doing a call-in show next week? I mean, you could use uh, the One Piece podcast number if you'd like. It's up to you. I'm, uh, I'm not sure if I'm up to that technology. Is Zach not Maybe here next week? I, I, I said that earlier. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't pay attention to half the things Zach <laughs> said. So. Well, I'm not. That's not news to me, Steve. Well, Zach, uh, the live stream that will be starting uh, next Sunday is also kind of like a live piece together. If people want to come in and just ask questions there, whoever is on the chat will answer. You guys could ask about the chapter, manga, anime, or video games. Yeah, whatever. So I know Steven and myself will be there and maybe more people. So come by. It'll be fun. So, yeah, we'll stress you to send in your piece together that way, or you could post it on Facebook, Twitter, all the ways that we just named out, Roftel Forums, which uh, the reason we were asking a lot about that in the polls is we're, tr- we're probably going to be making a lot of big changes to that, so keep an eye on that in the future. Um, so I, I should th- post there. Nah. Um, so yeah. I think that's it for... I should uh, visit there. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it for today's episode. Um, <laughs> I, think that, I think that concludes it. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, I want to thank you. Uh, fine. My name is Zach. <laughs> my name is Ed. And my name is Steve. My name is Jason, I guess. You'll see Ed next week. Goodbye, everyone. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Yes! 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 <laughs> <laughs> World.